I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello, everyone, and uh, welcome to Pod Shambles 49. Um, I am starting the recording slightly early because I'm setting up something that I've wanted to do for a really long time. That's something I'm very passionate about, but I've never had the situation in which to do it but basically i'm going to do it to laurie and i'm i mean he's going to love it it's exactly the kind of thing that he loves and uh yeah and then we're going to record the whole thing it's going to be great here he is here he is all right mate are you ready to go yeah uh brilliant man brilliant brilliant it's ready to record the podcast yeah oh mate podcast yeah the podcast (laughs) i went everywhere what's that fucking arsehole these are new trousers Man, if you just spat drink everywhere and you've got like, what, more ready to go? Oh, more ready to go, I sure do! Oh, this is hard. That's right, I don't just have one glass of water, no, I got two. You've got like a series of glasses. And what is that? Is that you, why are you spitting water everywhere? Water! Oh, this is shit! Shit, mate, this is already such a oh shambles. You're drunk, I'm covered in gin. This is gonna be the best episode ever! Oh, fuck <laughs> I'm so soggy. Welcome to Pod Shambles 49. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's our soggiest episode yet because really... Pads decided to spit. If you didn't get that subtle joke there, Pads just spat loads of water all up my leg. <laughs> so thanks, mate. I've, oh, mate. Man, I mean, that is a dream come true. You've earned me. that moment. Thank arguably. you. I'm really glad. Hello, mate. And you're not going to get it for another five years now. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I will engineer more and more situations in which to spit stuff over you. <laughs> Have you never done it in like real life? No, I've, I've never. Oh, no, I've always wanted to, but it seems like, you know when things are a trope probably because of the cinema and you start wondering to yourself why does that never happen it's an easy visual shorthand for someone being outraged yeah exactly it's always and I've never seen anyone do it I've seen people laugh so much that they go (laughs) like that because I'm so funny I'm just so funny you live and breathe comedy yeah but like but actually it's always really unpleasant when you laugh and choke on a drink oh yeah it's horrendous but I think the incredulous thing of the like a mist of (laughs) I think it's so funny it is really funny same thing I've always wanted to do those tropes I've always 
like I've always wanted to go on a date with two different people at the same restaurant. You told me you've definitely even told us this on the podcast Have I? before. Yeah, oh man, it's still it's so deeply it's ingrained still in the world. What if? Okay, what if the two people you were going on a date with yeah. at the same time? What if they were also the same person and neither of you knew, so that you'd both be like, "Oh, I've Fuck. just got to, I've just got to go to Lou." Oh, me too. Actually, I'll go too. And you both get changed back into Mrs. Doubtfire and come back out on the date with, "Hello, it's nice to meet you." Oh, it's nice to meet you. That, too. That's actually a very good idea. Oh, no, I'll that's take a it. really good idea. Yeah, and then that, and then and the, yeah, and then maybe they fall in love. Yeah, but with. But uh, with, with the, the other one, with the, the other, other one, one. So, the one who's always the other oh, one in costume. So it becomes so, a, so it's yes, one me, yeah. one person meets the other one, dresses a woman, yeah. and then they go away, and the other one comes out. It's two men. One, the other man comes out, dresses a woman, yeah. and they both fall in love with the opposite woman. But of course, they only ever see each other. One of them is always in costume. And then there can be a scene where the two women meet in yeah, the bathroom. Bar, like, like, are you on a date? Like, oh, me oh, too. Yeah, me too. Yeah, exactly. And then the two guys are chatting in would... the bathroom, and they're and they're like, oh, I saw that girl you came. In with like she's really nice. So that's it. Yours too. That'd be really It's just them both in cost. That's great. That would be. I'd be. I'd actually copyright pads and laws 2017. Yeah, exactly. I'd be super up for that. Have you got any? Have you got any other tropes like life tropes that you've always wanted to? Life tropes I've always wanted to do. Um, Probably cinema. Like as we've said. Like yeah, I yeah I I quite like um I quite the idea of silencing a room of beer drinkers by saying everyone I have something to tell you and then having a funny joke to go after it rather than oh yeah like, I'm going to die tonight or yeah exactly or coming into like a really busy bar and going yeah. speech and then <laughs> everyone going quiet and then, yeah exactly I've, I've, I've always wanted this one's sappy but I've always wanted to show up in the rain Oh, that is nice. I've always wanted to do that. I, ever I, since, I, like... I've done that once. Have you? I got dumped. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> it was great. It was really, really like, you know, in keeping with the mood of the day. Yeah. Then I turned up and it was pissing it down. I came up to give my kind of final, I'm sorry, please oh, forgive man. me. And she just went, no, go away. Oh. I shut the door did you have a bunch of signs? No, I did have I did have a boombox. Yeah. But I was playing Raining Bloods by yeah, Slayer. Yeah, exactly. Driving a tank. Yeah. <laughs> like, I definitely, don't get me wrong, I've definitely shown up places in the rain. Like, I've done that <laughs> we before. We live in England. Exactly, we live in England. That's absolutely fine. But yeah, I've kind of always wanted to do that. Or, like, you know when someone's, like, about to catch a flight or they... Or they and or stop they, someone at the exactly. gate. Exactly. Or run after someone on the train. Like, where will you call me? Apparently. What about Germany? Yeah, exactly. And darling, you won't remember, you won't forget me, will you? You told me we'd go to Peterborough. But yeah, like, uh, but actually, all of mine appears to be from the movie Love Actually, which I, which I rewatched. God, it's shit. Horse tripe blank oh fest. Have you not, like, have you noticed about a movie quite how sexist the whole thing yeah, is? Yeah, there I, are, none of the women have any agency other than being fuck toys for the men. Basically. Exactly, they're basically all the all the girls are half the age of the men that yep. become that become their their partners. Apart from Colin Frizzle in his giant knob. Exactly, and it's, <laughs> and then but then there's one couple that isn't, and they're the couple that don't get together. Yeah, Carl yeah. and um, Carl Drogo and yeah, Carl Drogo and, uh, and, and Moonface. Yeah, and Moonface. <laughs> But um, but yeah, I, I I and that was a film that whenever I said something nasty about, I've never really liked Love Actually. Yeah. But it's always the movie that when I'd be like, oh, that movie sucks. Everyone is so quick to leap to its defence. It's really weird. There's like, a, it's got a big cult fandom. Yeah. Even though it is just there shit. Go, but there's that bit where he dances across I, the corridor, and you're it's like, loved shut up. particularly by, and I'm not trying to tell tell people what they should think. But particularly loved by a lot of our our female friends mm. who are very kind of, you know, very would definitely call themselves feminists and, big yeah. and all that like, oh but it's just a bit of fun it's a bit of you know we yeah. can all enjoy how bad it is and like, but it's exactly you know if you go, that's, like, that's exactly it I rewatched it recently with my friend Rachel 
Um, and she and she was saying like, oh, it's just something we should do at Christmas. Yeah. It's really beautiful. And I was like, I don't, I don't know. And we watched it. And about halfway through, she paused it and was like, this is awful. Yeah. This is really nasty and mm-hmm. quite like like no one is saying so many anything. so many like affairs are like forgiven in that film as well yeah and like you're kind of meant to feel sympathy for Rick from The Walking Dead when he shows up and just tries to steal his best mate's newlywed wife yeah absolutely and by Alan, being a cockbag yeah and Alan Rickman who oh, gives an astonishing he's performance he's great but, like, but it, his thing is that he's he's cheating on his wife with, with that lady whose only thing in the film is that she's always in lingerie and yeah. all of her lines are like well I guess we could fuck <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, and she like looks and she's dr- at one point she's actually wearing yeah. those novelty devil, devil horns cuck old like, mate Jesus Christ like what, what the, yeah, write a better fucking story <laughs> like, well, that's what, to you Richard Curtis well that was Christmas that was yeah. what I did over Christmas oh yeah, yeah well, we I've not really it. seen you since the, our big Christmas piss up yeah man yeah, it was, was lovely. lovely did you have a good Christmas I had a lovely Christmas very quiet and very as I preempted in the podcast yeah very very quiet lovely really nice and I got I was I was at home for a long time obviously I just seen you and I was there for a week and mm. yeah it's lovely it takes on a new significance Christmas this age is what we were saying back then as well yeah like, it's just lovely to sit back and enjoy it absolutely you had a stressful time with the, the, the floor and yeah kitchen. exactly on, on, on Christmas morning uh, a mains water pipe burst in my parents' house, and uh, we there. There are about fifteen of us in my in my close family. Oh, and, the gateway to hell. Yeah, and so it? we had we had Christmas without water, which was which was like which was a novelty. Like, it brought us together as a family, like everyone <laughs> carrying, carrying in buckets and all this kind of thing. It was actually like super Did fun. Did you rig up like an amazing shower in your back garden? I can imagine you and your dad live like you know, getting yeah, exactly. and piping. All right, Pat, here it comes here yeah. comes the hot water. Yeah. Oh, it's cold, Dad! Oh, it's cold! It's coming! All right, here comes the hot in the kettle. It's acid, Dad! This is hydrochloric acid! It was actually super fun. And then we had New Year's, which we we did spend together. We had a little party here. Um, at our at our flat, our abode, uh, our address. Uh, by the way, like is this. number. That, can you imagine if I just uh, gave out the address and then I didn't let you edit it? I just released it. Oh, it we would have to move. Yeah, we definitely like. I love our fans. We've definitely got a couple who'd show up unannounced. Yeah, right? hey, like, hey, hey! I made you a mask made from my own pubic hair. Hooray! <laughs> <laughs> I want you to have it forever. Yeah. So we yeah I uh, we had we had a New Year's Eve party here that was actually really fun. It was it was. I was about to say it was controlled. It was quite controlled. No, because our boys in previous years have been mad and horrible. Yeah, exactly. Normally it's fighting and and breaking stuff and and like all that. Not even that, just you know, when there's always someone who turns up and everyone knows, and they're like, Roman, like they're going to do something. (laughs) Well, there was the year a girl fell over, (coughs) had a screaming argument with with, uh, a mate of ours. And then fell over outside and bust her face open and oh, was like bleeding yeah. everywhere. This year that the weird guy from upstairs showed up and was really creepy. Yeah, and touched all the girls. There was there was the there was the girl who wanted to shave. Oh, shave her her lady garden. <laughs> he came yeah, in. He came in. The first thing she said, I opened the just before you live with us. Even yeah, exactly. The first time. And I opened the door and she went, Oh, you're right there. I'm whatever. She's a friend of our friend Jono's. And she said, Listen, mate, you don't have a razor, do you? I've got to shave my pubes. <laughs> it's like, I was like, No. It's 11 p.m. on New Year's Eve. Or what you should do is go and talk to Chris. I'm sure he'd lend you his. Yeah, That's exactly. But normally they all go wrong. But actually, this year we invited far fewer people. Yeah, and uh, and yeah, and we just got wrecked. And, and then, then and then and then you and Zach were both done by about one a.m. I properly passed out, and I I ended up in here at five a.m. with about the four remaining people still awake. Two of which I think were perhaps on some kind of substance. Oh yes, and they were just sort Chemically of aided. dancing to no music. And then there was someone passed out on the sofa, and I was just sat there having a cigarette by the window, like. 
Am, am I in charge? Happy like, New Year! Yeah, am, I to, am I meant to be doing this? But yeah, and then it was your birthday. What's my birthday? Of course, it was your love, love, yeah. birthday. We went for lovely, lovely dinners with yeah. the folks. Yeah. And um, yeah, and, and now, soon it's your birthday. And then soon it's this my very birthday. weekend. This very, very weekend. Um, the celebrations for which begin tonight. Yeah, well, you're such a greedy fucker. You're like, I need a three day weekend for my birthday. That's what I do every year, and I get away with it every I year. Know. Because I just. It, because I'm so disorganised. Like I, I then I, I message people, and I haven't made plans. Of course, I haven't made plans. No, but I mean your normally, plans never really normally extend you beyond. Make the plans. They never really extend beyond. Turn up at this place. Yeah. Get shit face with me. Yeah. Go home. Yeah. Ex- exactly. But that yeah, this year I haven't even done that. So I no. just sent a message around to everyone going hi. So basically Friday, Saturday, Sunday I'm I'm going to be doing things if anyone's about, which is lovely because in equal measure people have been like cool. I'll be around on Friday and Sunday, or I'll just be around for Saturday afternoon and Sunday night, and I'll just be. And now I've got a really good spread <laughs> across the weekend. Spreading your bets. That means mate. I get to see see everyone. You get to see everyone. Yeah. yeah. In their own yeah. Little, in their own three little... times as many presents and jelly and ice cream. Don't yeah. You? Like, oh, je- mate, jelly and ice cream. What I'm on board. To jelly and ice what cream? about? I haven't had jelly in maybe a decade. Yeah, you don't have it when you're like it's a kid food. Is it though? Absolutely, a hundred percent. But but are you saying that you wouldn't enjoy jelly now? I would enjoy it, but it's not served to adults. Well, yeah, but have, why didn't you buy some? I never really felt that strongly about it. That's the thing. Jelly is nice. It's never enough to be like. I've got to have some jelly right now. Like, if you go somewhere and jelly's on offer, when you're a kid particularly, you're like, yeah. oh, great, I'll have some jelly. But where but you is never, it on offer? I'm never sitting at home. Like, part, kill children's birthday parties. Oh, yeah. Clearly. Uh, yeah. Or, like, you know, your mate, my mum used to make it, if we had loads of mates around, she'd do an orange jelly with um, little mandarin out of a tin. Oh, mandarin fuck, I remember those. Yeah, yeah. But, like, yeah, it's never like, you never go to the shop and like, should I really want this week? I really need some jelly. I think we should start doing that a bit oh, more, just, actually. I think I could... you'll be disappointed, mate. But it's it's super... like Angel Delight again. I went and bought some Angel Delight from the shop the other day. Oh, that's, like, a, that's wrong. Being though. like, I love Angel Delight. That was my childhood, like, big thing. Oh, I never had pudding. it. Fucking rank. Never go near it. It's I disgusting. Won't. I think I, I think maybe I had it as like a toddler, but was not a, was not oh, a fan. No, we had it when we were kids. I loved it. But man, jelly like jelly, I am so on board <sighs> with. I was I was a massive fan of jelly, and it's so easy to make, and it's so cheap, and it's so good for you. It's not that. Sorry, that was, I was going to see if I can get away with that. <laughs> it's, like, like, it's just sugar and, and, and pig's hooves. Yeah, I can't remember what we were talking about, but I found something. By the way, oh mate, what have you found? Sorry, I'm, on, I'm segueing. I'm segueing on pretty fast because I, I I read this thing. Segway on my way, would I, I read this thing today that I was actually quite Im- impressed by, and I want yeah. to see if you heard about this. Okay, this is a little article I found called Jackie. The South African baboon soldier. Oh, good. Yeah, so you you, you know that you're <laughs> in, tuned in for yeah. a hoot. It was yeah. a, a post on the Wildlife TV Facebook page. <laughs> and basically, I'm not going to read you the whole thing because it's basically like a wiki page, right, for this for this whole like narrative about this thing that happened back in the First World War. But check this out, right? So this it's August 1915, okay, and in the Mars family farm in Valeria Pretoria, South Africa. We find Jackie, who's the protagonist of our story. Okay. okay. And Jackie is a Chakma baboon. Wow. Right? Okay, otherwise known as Papio Ursinus. Okay, well, right. so far, Pat, you're just telling me a story when there's a baboon in South Africa. Right, anyway, so this dude called Albert, right, he finds this, this baboon in South Africa. Okay. <laughs> is Albert of sound mind? <laughs> Albert is, is the coolest guy you'll ever meet. Uh, and according, I'll tell, according to Paddy I Jervis. will tell you for why. He quickly becomes best mates with this baboon, right? It becomes a, like a beloved family pet. Okay. Right, and then... Oh, bab- Baboon's really bad tempered and, and the, horrible. Yes, but oh, not this one. And then suddenly, war. Ah, oh, yeah. world war. Okay, so it starts and everyone's getting enlisted, right? Okay, as, as is the tradition. In so war. the people show up, right, and they start enlisting these South African men. And Andrew is his name. Andrew Albert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
you got a real good grip on this story, Albert mate. Ma, Albert, whatever. Albert Marr signs up to go into the army, because he has to, and he says, but, can I bring Jack I've in? I've got to bring my fucking baboon. I've got to bring my baboon. Obviously, oh. the army are pretty, pretty shady about this, but they accept his request. Why? And I don't know, it says surprisingly I'm not, got I'm not just taking that for red. I need to know why. So, they enlist Ma and Jackie yeah. as, a, as like a duo, okay? <laughs> Jackie gets enlisted, he gets given a special uniform. Look, here's a picture of him. Here, yeah, I see. Complete with buttons, a cap, regimental badges, and a paybook, and his own rations. What? This baboon Whoa. is getting paid to fight a war I mean, don't get really as get... a chimp. Mm. Okay? Right. So, although the first... Baboon, mate, not a chimp. Uh, yeah, sorry. You, no, thank you for the correction. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. is correct. anyone should care about that is you. Yeah, Papio Osinus. You know, yeah. I know I know all the names. Anyway, at first, the other members of the regiment just ignored him, but he soon became the official mascot of the 3rd Transvaal Regiment in South right. Africa. Okay? What did he actually fucking do? Oh, oh, well, Laurie, the next line says, and if you think he was just there to eat and fool around, then you're wrong. Oh, that's the two things you'd want from not, the baboon, yeah, exactly. really. It's not a very well read. Um, when he would see a superior officer passing by him, he would stand to attention and even provide them with the correct salute. Oh, I'm kind of going to take issue with that. No, well, <laughs> okay. Number one, how many salutes are there? Oh, there must be loads in the Third Transvaal Regiment. I reckon they're like three salutes. Yeah, exactly. and it's like one of them is like you grab your dick. The other yeah. one is you put both hands by your ears, and go, woo, 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 woo. and the other one is just a normal just throwing throat. shit. And he, <laughs> one of them, luckily, is throwing poo. <laughs> one of them is howling. <laughs> Yeah, one of them, one is, of them is waving your big red ass. Incredibly sexually aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, what else? Yeah. So he provides the correct salute. I saw, oh, by the way, a video of an orangutan using a saw. That's irrelevant, really weirdly irrelevant. No, right mate, now. they are getting on it. Shush. <laughs> yeah, orangutans are really clever, you know. So that. he would also light cigarettes for his comrades in arms, and he was the best sentry around due to his great sense of hearing and smell, which allowed mm. him to be able Ooh. to detect any enemy long before any of his other army mates could even notice their okay. approach. Okay. That's right. true, right? No, okay. That's... I can say it's true that he might have a good sense of smell and hearing. Yeah. Does not mean he'd make a good sentry. What do we use as sentries? Dogs. Yeah. Yeah, but do you know the because thing about they dogs, have right? what? Do you know what we do with dogs, though? Is we train them for years to give us tells when they smell something. You have to train a dog. They have a good sense of smell, but they can only smell stuff that you've taught them how to smell. What? Who's to so say like they didn't drug do that dogs can only because because it's a fucking monkey that are more intelligent no bollocks than dogs no the, the dogs right forget them to be a drug dog you have to train a dog to smell drugs for like five years yeah. and then he can smell those kind of drugs that monkey mm. can't just smell Germans can he he can't just well, like no no and also but... what happens if he smells German what's he gonna do he's not gonna go like here mate over there it's three Germans in the woods he's just gonna go ah, 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 ah. and they're gonna be like what is it yeah, oh, no, ah! that noise clearly means there are Germans. Yeah, but they're also fighting World War One. There'll be Germans everywhere. Well, what yes, I'm saying is, but no, but Jackie... a, I can take he's got a good sense of smell. Yeah, does not mean he'd be a good sentry because he wouldn't be able to. He'd just be able to. Like, oh, there are people there. Okay, the things we know about Jackie so far. Yeah. Jackie's best friends with uh, Albert. Yeah. Right. So he obviously knows Albert's smell. He's comfortable around Albert. Okay? Yes, one smell. Yeah. So he then gets inducted into the regiment where he becomes comfortable with the rest of the troops. Yeah. Right. He, he's a monkey. He's got to become yeah. comfortable with them. He's not comfortable. I'm not saying he's he... not comfortable with. You know the axis of evil. Is I don't know. He's, so I know, I don't he think smells, he's got a very developed idea of what the axis of evil is. Maybe he hears. No. Like maybe no. he hears a different no. language and it alerts no. him. Anyway, moving on. Yeah. So we could. He's a sentry. Okay. But shit sentry. He wasn't. He wasn't just taken well care of. As a, I read that sentence wrong. He wasn't just a well taken care of pet. 
away from the actual battle, Jackie spent three years in the front line amongst the trenches of France and Flanders in Europe. The way that sentence is written makes it sound like he's got a rifle and is shooting people. He's a he's a trench monkey. No, yeah, that just means he was in a trench. Picture this: you're in a trench. Yeah. God, it's horrid, yeah. isn't it? You're in a war. That must be nice. And then there's a fucking baboon there as well. Who who is friendly? Worse. No, that would make things so no, much better. No, little baboon. The novelty and shaking baboon. Yeah. Scared by the mortar fire in and the cat. shells. In a cap, probably shitting and pissing himself out of fear. No, he's would a make it worse. Yeah, he's reporting back. He's reporting back to you. But the story gets sad. The story gets sad. No, no, the During the Senussi campaign, you remember it, on the 26th of February 1916 Actually, yeah. in Egypt, Albert got wounded on his shoulder by an enemy bullet. And Jackie stayed beside him until the stretcher bearers arrived, licking the wound and doing what he could to comfort his right, best what friend. What could he do to comfort his friend? Um, Apart from licking the wound, which doesn't sound very well, sticking. But if, so, if you get, if you got shot, I'd stay with you. When a baboon just sat on my chest, yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, picking lice out of my hair. I, yeah, it would definitely keep you alert. I, don't, I, I mean, again, nothing <coughs> that, that this article says has been untrue. I'm just, I'm just query what that is. We fast forward two years. Okay. It's April 1918. Both privates get injured in the Passchendaele area in Belgium during heavy fire. Okay, oh, yeah. As the explosion surrounded them, Jackie was seen trying to get some protection by building a little fortress of stones around himself. <laughs> unfortunately, unfortunately, he didn't manage to finish his little Of course not. And he was hit by a chunk of shrapnel by <laughs> a shell explosion nearby. And it also injured Albert. Jackie's right leg got seriously wounded, was later amputated by Dr. R.N. Woodsend. Both privates made a full recovery, and shortly before the armistice, Jackie got promoted to corporal and awarded the Medal of Valour. Here is a picture of Jackie with Albert Marr. Jackie, you will notice, is giving the salute. Look at him! And he's missing a leg. He was officially discharged... Uh, in Cape Town, wearing on his arm a gold wound stripe and three blue service chevrons indicating three years of frontline service. Mate. He was given a parchment discharge paper, a military pension and Bollocks. a civil employment I'm form for discharged soldiers. Here is him shaking hands with a little girl. <laughs> you will notice he has a lead, which I have yeah, not, yeah, had not yeah. noticed there before. You go. There's a lead. So do you think he had much choice about where he went? And, he, and, and check this out. He then, after this crazy adventure, which is a war, let's yeah. bear in mind, he goes back to the Mars family farm where he lives until 1921 and Albert lived until the age of, of 84 where he died and here is the, the, that That's is usually what happens at the end that of someone is the living. story of this peculiar Chetma baboon that due to his curious life ended up as the only monkey to reach the rank of private of the South African infantry and fight in Egypt Belgium and France during World War One I. I hope you liked this little known fact Ate Aproxima I, I don't know what that Means. So military. Oh, okay, uh, cool. But isn't that? So look good. at that. I mean, and look uh, at the links that the stories, other mammal entries, Laurie, that we're not necessarily going to read, but do include. Elephants avoid a full moon when being naughty. Okay, this is clearly okay. This is what this, this perfume gives, should you this, wear on an African safari? This gives the article its proper context. I and feel baby animals. How do they survive? Brackets giraffe and Nile crocodile. Okay. Close bracket. That just says it all, mate. And then there's just more. Says it all. If you want to find out more about Chapma baboon, the thing about that story though is that's not that's not an indication of him being a brave baboon. That's an indication of the South African army being fucking stupid. But 
he survived, didn't he? And he was sentry. Yeah, because he was, he was like tied to his commander the whole time. I don't know, but he couldn't be tied the whole time, especially if he was going to sentry. How fucking cruel of that man to take a baboon all no, the way they to World fa- War One. Okay, fair enough. Probably not cool, but they were best friends and everyone was being enlisted. Again, what? would would question best friends because it's a baboon. All right, well, I thought that was at least uh, mildly it was, interesting. Hey, it was definitely noteworthy and it's definitely interesting. I've oh, yeah. got a lot of problems with it. Okay, cool. That's uh, but fine, it, Weirdly, weirdly, leads us on to something that I discovered this week as oh, well. Oh, hello. Have you um, got some news? Well, this comes um, courtesy of one of our listeners, who I just whose name I need to remind myself of. Um, Alison Rumfit, right? Who I think yeah. has been around for a long time as a Podshambles listener. Okay, cool. Hey, hey. Hey. Hey, hey good, to have you, good to have you along for the ride, man. Captain and, Rumfit. Um, look, she sent us a story, right? Uh, it was also about battling animals. Brilliant. You're going to appreciate this, but this has got a little bit more scientific rigour behind it. Oh, has it? And you're, you're, you're going to fucking love it. I think the I had a lot of science. Headlines. <laughs> One poorly cited article, which admittedly is this is on newscientist.com, Paddy. Oh wow, they're real. They're real. Real big shit, man. They're pretty recent, aren't they? The headline of the story is extinct giant goose oh, already. Hello. Already, I'm Paddy's eyebrows were raised. Used its wings to fight. Rather than fly. Oh, shit. Yeah, a giant goose that lived on a Mediterranean island. I like that it implies it's one goose. Yeah. Between <laughs> six and nine million years ago, had wings tailored for combat. How cool is that? Weighing 22 kilograms and standing perhaps 1.5 meters tall. They probably don't know. Perhaps. Um, Garganornis Balmani, it's, it's Latin that name, his name, might be oh, the right. biggest member of the duck, goose, and swan family ever to have lived. Jesus Christ. Spot-sized bones have been found at Gargano and Scantrone in central Italy. Right. Um, its wing bones are short for its size, suggesting that it couldn't fly. An analysis led by Marco Pavia at the University of Turin yeah. shows that the carpometacarpus bone, yeah, equivalent the, to yeah, hand yeah, bones yeah, yeah. in humans, right, had a rounded lump called the carpal knob, a feature present in modern birds that fight each other over territory. Oh, like a club. Yeah, mate. It is covered, quote from Julian Hume at the Natural History Museum, it's covered over with hard skin so it becomes a really effective weapon. In solitaires, which are like fights between birds, uh, they certainly broke each other's bones. Is Hang on, right? don't graze over that. Oh Solit- no, sorry, solitaires are other kinds of yeah, bird which definitely fought with their oh, wings. Sorry, is that what solitaire means? Apparently, yeah. Fighting birds? Yeah, apparently. Why is the card game? I have no idea, man. What about spider solitaire? Well, spider bird. Bird eating spider. Bird that's eating... a thing, isn't it? Yeah, it's not what spiders are. It's not what they. Oh, okay, all right. Um, ducks and geese. Hang on, where is it? Blah 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 blah. They should have called this article. Fight so or apparently, flight. there are ducks and geese in the islands of Hawaii that do the same thing. They're smaller. And if Garganornis is adapted to similar lifestyle, it'd have to defend its territory to provide enough food for its young. Oh man, it's there's quite another quote from Hume, right? Okay. You've got this big bird with its wings used for fighting who have been incredibly aggressive and would have been able to defend its young against most predators. Okay. Apparently other other birds, lizards and mammals it could fight off with, with its fighting wings. I thought you'd enjoy that, man, and there's That's a really a me- good picture of this enormous fighting goose. How did they get a picture? And this is a photograph. And, oh, look, look, and look, look at the little caption. Who are you calling a lousy flyer because he fights? Yeah, man. That's How cool brilliant. is that? An actual, so I thought, A metre and a half high. Yeah, a metre and a half high goose. Do you remember Do you remember weeks ago, or podcasts ago, yeah. when, we, when we pitched an idea for a new kid's story called Battle Goose? Oh, yeah. Weeks Turns ago, out, mate, two or three there years was ago. one all along. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it was a battle goose. We've got to remember him. He yeah. would, that was quite a scary picture as well. I, I know, imagine. but I also feel like if you befriended that goose, it would be really imagine like if you had problem with bullies you could take him to war and you could just say oh uh, Mag Garganonis Garganonis whatever your name is what would you call him I'd call him Gargle Gargamel Gargamel. Gargamel 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 the giant goose you can just call the Smurfs Ah. what's Gargamel's cat called Uh, Rosa Gargamel Rosita or something I want to say Oscar it was a a girl I'm pretty sure 
shit. Anyway, mate, Gargamel would, 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 would strut in. <laughs> Oh, and then you'd hit him, him in. Hit, hit all your bullies with his hard little wing nubs. Why did you have such a problem with the warfare monkey? <laughs> because so on because board right, the warfare games. monkey is dragged in by humans. This guy fights for his own cause. He flies his own flag. All right, he's a goose without a cause. Yeah, he is protecting his and he young. doesn't care. And also, you know, new scientists, mate. That's all I'm saying. That is very true. What do young what do, what do, what do, what do young geese eat? Uh, Bread? Um, yeah. Oh, they eat little creatures and, and pond stuff in the water. Little creatures? Yeah. Little, oh, oh, I just oh, dropped oh, my phone. Drop phone. Sorry, guys. How... Anyway, thanks, Alison. I'm really glad we had that show. I'm, no, I'm, really on, I'm looking that. into that. Because, yeah. if, you know, it's a, especially with, you know... The... Are we going to create a Jurassic Park? That's the thing. With for, the onset of, like... like, trench warfare monkeys. Yeah. Giant geese. And, and I've got a little suggestion. Oh, do you, do you have another entry? I might have another entry that I found okay. the other day. Oh my god! <laughs> now this article is National Geographic. Yeah. Okay, so uh, it's from a valid true source. Blue, mate. It's an interview with someone who's got a certain idea. Oh! And I might want to see. I hope you don't know about. I'm this, afraid I've read this story. Oh, fuck. Okay. No, but I don't know the details. I don't know the details. Okay. Well, the article's called "Honk If You Think Geese Are Good Guard <laughs> Some cops in China now use feathered friends instead of canine I don't know companions the then there is a picture of some terrifying geese yeah. who are like I... sticking their necks through a wire fence and you see all their little geese teeth um, I, I'm gonna right okay so cheese it it's the geese. That's how it... Cheese it, boys. The geese are here. Police in rural parts of China's Xinjiang province are no longer turning to dogs to stand guard at police stations at night. You see, topical from what we've been talking yeah. about, they're using geese instead. Do they have hardened New paragraph. in their wings? And it works. <laughs> According to a recent report, a guy tried to break into a police station. Hang on. I'm sorry. According to recent police reports, a guy. <laughs> some guy. <laughs> According to official documentation, some, some prick dude. who apparently went somewhere... He tried to break into a police station to take back a, motor, a motorbike confiscated by the cops. The guard geese sounded the alarm, yeah, yeah, yeah. awakening the sleeping officers, exactly like the, the, the baboon. That's right? the story I read before. I was sent to in the office I used to work in, who all knew you quite well as well. Yeah, yeah. Because they knew that oh, we liked geese. See. And then it goes on to say, but really? Guard geese? Like, really? Guys? <laughs> that I mean, that's where I am. To right gain now. insights into goose behaviour, we spoke with Patrick Cummins, <laughs> uh, Director of Bird Conservation at Audubon, Connecticut, who has seen barnyard geese in action at a network <laughs> park. So, hang on, his, his, his credentials <laughs> are that he has seen geese He's seen a goose in a park. In, a park. in action. Okay. Bear in okay. mind. So, this is an, an interview, interview with him. him. Okay, so, would geese make good guards? Laurie, they, what, what do you reckon? I mean, they could they could raise the the alarm. Pretty yeah, well. well, that's what we've heard. Apparently, they have amazing hearing, which we know they're geese, and almost all birds have amazing eyesight. Another another broad statement there. <laughs> almost all birds. That's it. by the way, this is the thing. We've done a goose article before, and a broad theme is like sometimes <laughs> sometimes <laughs> geese are great. Yeah, sometimes sometimes they do they're this. cunts. It's fine. Not only do they see better at a distance than humans do, fair enough. They can also see things up close. Well, full stop. But it, <laughs> there's then an edit that says better than we do. Yeah, that's but that's National Geographic. That's National Geographic. humans. Well, um, our eyes have three different color sensors, of course, Cones, that mate. combine to build a picture Cones. in our brain. Birds add a fourth: ultraviolet. 
Ooh, yeah, okay. They have a much wider range of wavelengths that they can view. Things are going to look sharper and they can pick out smaller things as well as movement. Mm. So birds can see in UV. I, yeah, I'm sure birds can. Another I don't question. know about your common garden goose, mate. <laughs> another, another question from the interviewer. And I guess they're not shy when an intruder is sighted. Absolutely this not. This guy's definitely got Geese it. are anything but shy. Yeah, in terms of alerting people to activity, they're very vigilant and they're territorial and certain species can be quite loud, especially barnyard this varieties. This is so wild. Like, this is clearly a journalist who's been given this story and knows it's interesting. He's gone like, I don't know who the fuck I'm meant to talk to, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to gonna look to talk to some ornithologist. Yeah, yeah. And he keeps asking, so like, guard geese in China, yeah? And he's like, well, I've never seen a guard goose in China. But, but I have the geese I've seen down goose. the road <laughs> yeah, exactly. certainly are quite loud and rambunctious. He, he goes on, besides guarding a police station, are there any other things geese might guard? <laughs> Wow. That's basically... No. Like, <laughs> There's only, only police stations. Yeah, uh, no, it's only... They have a very specific attachment to police stations. And he says, I understand people in this country are using geese to guard their free-range chicken flocks. I, no, that's also what I've heard of as well. Geese was, guarding other yeah, birds. Yeah, yeah, you put, you put one... There's another bird you can use as well. You put them in your chicken coop with yeah. your chickens. So when a fox shows up... The goose scares the chicken, them off. When a chicken is scared... No, not even the scares it off. Just that it alerts you. But then who guards a chicken, the geese? A chicken would just who go... Who watches the watchman? Who watches the watchman? The goose, the goose, well, no one. But that's the thing: is when the fox gets in, yeah, and then usually your chickens just die, yeah. and they yeah. die. That's a turkey, but whatever. That is, yeah, whatever. Whereas a goose would not, <laughs> yeah, but it's not that loud, is it? <laughs> but a goose, would be <laughs> yeah, that is, that is true. Immediately. Um, so he goes on. So they're just really good watchdogs. Terrible term to use here. <laughs> in the, a watchdog geese. is sort of specific to dogs. Okay, and he, that's the beauty of it. It's instinct for them. They're territorial, he's repeating himself. They could fly off anywhere they want to, but they hang out at home. That's just the way a lot of geese act. Oh, God. <laughs> this guy's not an expert. C- certain of them can be rather vigilant in defending their territory. Yeah, some geese can yeah, exactly. be vigilant. Would the same be true of swans? <laughs> this guy is really. This guy is like, as he's writing this. Just what like, do you think, Laurie? Would the same? Could the same be said of swans? Oh no, no, because they're really quiet. Well, that, well, he agrees. Yeah. I haven't heard of anybody using guard swans, but they can be even more aggressive than geese when it comes to defending their territory. Yeah, but this isn't about. It's not about killing intruders. It's just about being a being a sentry. He really goes off piste here. There are stories of them knocking people out of kayaks. <laughs> That's it. That'd be God. Whoa. <laughs> Um, Watch out for these power mad geese knocking people out of kayaks. Oh no, these are the swans. He's not even talking about geese anymore. Is there any danger a guard goose would turn turn on a cop? (laughs) This goose has gone savage, Briggs. Get him out of here. He's gone wild. He's a rogue cannon. He's like, I'm at the end of my patience. He says, I don't think so because they seem to recognise you as part of their flock. Bollocks. If a new... new person came along, the uniform might help the geese to acclimatise to that person. No. People might look the same to a goose if they're wearing uniforms. Oh, what about, is one of the questions, if, what if you said boo to them? What if you said boo to a goose? Um, could a criminal distract a guard goose? Yes, absolutely. That question Bread. is, is there any way you, you could, could distract, distract a, a bird? And the answer is Yes, yeah, like, many ways. And he's flashing lights, shiny paper, <laughs> loud noises. Yeah. He begins with another dogs. Goose. 
dogs, you can give some steak, and they might be a little distracted. <laughs> it's pretty hard to give geese something that's going to distract them enough where they wouldn't make noise. Bollocks. <laughs> they would. No, I think if you, I think anything you do to a goose, it will respond with a honk. Oh, that's true. Yeah, unless it's like a gun. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, if you get, but then that, but yeah, exactly. Yeah. You could, you could, if you shot a goose, that would be a loud noise. What if you had a silencer? Apparently they're not actually quiet at or all. A pillow. I read that the other day. Apparently silencers are still super loud. Yeah, they're just like more silent. They're just more silent. Yeah, 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 but they yeah. shouldn't really call that. That's why they should be called suppressors. <laughs> bit, of, <laughs> bit of Arnie information. Um, I'm sorry. I learned from GoldenEye 007 they're called a silencer. In fact, uh, geese might make more noise if you throw something <laughs> yummy at them. <laughs> mm, yummy, and, yummy, 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 yum. And once they get going, they're quite hard to quiet down. What would you feed them anyway? Bread. That is what we just asked. Apparently, they're fairly easy to take care of, and it's relatively inexpensive. I mean, there are specific feed me- mixes for geese, but they're happy eating cracked corn and Great. grazing on grass. What an informative podcast we've uh, become. Do geese have other police-like traits? Yes, they've got little blue lights on their heads. Yeah, and they—I was about to say—they hate black people. <laughs> wow, <laughs> and they're institutionally racist. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knows that geese are very skewed and they will shoot before asking questions. Yeah, that's particularly when. <laughs> particularly in Baltimore, USA. Places. Oh my oh, god. Wow. Can you imagine if then I read, went on to read the article and yeah. he was like, yes, they're not a fan of other things that aren't white. Because <laughs> geese are used to being white. Yeah. Uh, the barnyard geese that live in our park are used to lots of people. Oh, and, why uh, is he comparing them to your barnyard fucking they're, geese? They're not afraid of cars. And they can be brazen. They can be brazen. A major road goes right by the park where the geese live, and every once in a while, all the traffic stops as the geese walk across the road. I don't think this guy is a professor. No, he's not an expert. He's not. He's just a member of the bird conservancy. And so he wraps up the interview very nicely. So a goose might also apply for a job as a crossing guard. Oh, like a lollipop lady. Yeah. Yeah. And he responds, yeah. You see one of the more dominant geese stop and stare down the cars while the others are crossing. Wow. And that's it. Wow. It's no, it, there's no Well, that is, I mean, conclusion. you started that by saying this is a rigorous, you know, journalistic integral. Oh, I thought it was going to be, article. man. <laughs> that was beautiful. That was good, though. But Thanks yeah, for... I, th- I think, God, look, I mean, we've, we managed to spend half an hour talking York? about battling animals. Yeah. But I'm, I'm pretty there's old... a Marks a change for us. Yeah, exactly. Do you know what I said this year, Pat? It's 2015. It's a new year, new pod shambles. Yeah, fighting boy, are we, are we are we smashing people's preconceptions? New year, new you, and a new load of geese stories. Yeah, I hope you enjoyed those. I just uh, a couple a couple caught my eye, and I'm glad you I'm glad you found yours as well because that's oh. actually quite uh, quite menacing. They were wonderful, but that's the thing. Like, do you, like, do you reckon they could ever come back? What big geese? Yeah, I'm going to make them come back, mate. I'm going to start. A, 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 I'm going to start buy an enormous island. Yeah, it's going to be called Goose Park. Okay, I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm going to get the amber, yeah. which has the mosquitoes, which yeah, have sucked yeah. the blood of giant goose. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, make them yeah. bigger, bigger. With yeah. blades in their wings, yeah. and I'm going to invite people along. I'm not going to tell them, I'm just going to say, Oh, come to Goose Island, there are loads of goose. And then, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then they just yeah. kill everyone brutally who ever comes to visit. You know, evolution, right? Yeah. The, that thing. Yeah. The theory that of. That happens. Um, you know how things are still evolving? Are things still evolving? Oh, yeah. Well, things don't, things like don't, you don't, things don't evolve. Like, it's just the things mutate and they happen, and evolution is a byproduct of stuff being diverse and mutating in, in, in the world being wonderful. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you reckon, do you reckon geese are getting bigger? How? I no idea, mate. But do you reckon, like, if, if evolution took its course, which it will, as it is wont. Yeah. 
Then do you reckon in like a million years geese will be bigger or smaller? Don't know. Or maybe that, on, maybe that more, on more the wings. environmental pressures more on beaks. geese. No, that's not how it works, that's darling. That's they can eat twice That's as not much. how it works, darling. We'd have to have a goose born with two beaks first, and then that would have to be a recurrent mutation yeah. among geese. And then they'd have to yeah. they'd have to do so much better than regular geese that all the other geese would have to die. That's how evolution works. A goose with either four wings or two mouths would do better. Yeah, than but other they geese. don't. They're not many of them out there, mate. Well, not, yeah, yeah. But what if that become? Yeah, but then by by in in time, no. given an infinite amount of time, <laughs> given an infinite amount of time, which geese don't have, mate. Well, yeah, well, no, they'll maybe. die. No, it's not going to happen. Well, you, Stop it! Stop it! No multi-beaked geese for you. They won't just die out. No, but oh, no, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get up on my high horse. But, oh, I can't do it, mate. All right, fine. I can't do it. We'll it's, it it's not gonna happen. I think, but I think your goose park is gonna go wrong, and uh, I think yeah. that's gonna be why. That is gonna be fun. Where did you get all those geese? I'll tell you. I'm the goose wizard. I can summon geese. I ate a load of drugs, and it made me magic. I'm the goose wizard, but the geese won't die, and I can't. No more drugs for you, you wicked, drunk, bird junkie. Peace. Well, mate, traditionally barrel scraping time. We're going to do some more Would You Rathers. Stop that. Ba- it kind of is, isn't it? Stop barrel scraping. Yeah, we have to come up with these. I love barrels. Oh, man, you. Okay, do you God, I love barrels. Oh, give me a barrel. Yeah, give me a barrel. Let me just scrape out the insides oh, of it. All good. Call me Cooper and give me a barrel. Oh, they make the barrels. Stormy. You got to. If you're a Cooper, you'd make them in the first place, mate. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. But then maybe I maybe you could bring. Give me you. Up. I'll give you the raw ingredients with which to make a barrel. Yeah. That, oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. Why don't right. we start? Why don't we, we well, can do that? A load of planks, some metal, and. A... Would you rather be a Cooper or be a barrel? Be a barrel. Oh, oh. barrel. Probably be a barrel, yeah. What would you, what would you store? Oh, tar. Oh, nice. <laughs> I'd, probably, I'd, I'd pickle something. Oh, you would be. be I'd terrible. be a pickler. Yeah, but then you'd, what would happen is your pickling would go wrong. Someone would leave you in a, in a basement for like 30 years yeah. to pickle properly, and you'd leak a tiny bit, and there'd be like pickled spiders in the top of you. Oh, yeah, but I'd, then it would be like the best pickle ever. If you leave it to mature, like forever. Yeah, with spiders amazing. in it. Well, yeah, but you can get off the top Spiders? Soil. Get rid of the topsoil and nah, the pickle. No, the topsoil. <laughs> top right, layer. would you, Mr. Oh. Smarty Pants? Mr. Smarty Pants. Would you rather, this is quite an easy one, right? Would you rather be able to taste everything you touch? Like, oh, okay. Yeah. Or smell everything you see? Right, okay. So... Taste everything you touch. Gloves can't block it, by the way. Okay. Every single <laughs> thing. For that immediate every single carrier. thing you touch, you, you you pick up, you touch. Yeah. You taste strongly in your mouth. So old old it goes from everything to like you know when you when you pick up your phone, you kind of you taste the plasticky. Can like, it hurt you? Uh, like if I picked up some bleach. Uh, no, it would be unpleasant. It would still be. It would still taste like bleach. If I then kiss it's not someone, like your... can they taste bleach? No, 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 no. It's just me. But if you touch, like, if you're doing sex with times with someone, maybe you touch their butt by mistake. Like when you're, <laughs> you suddenly get Say a overwhelming <laughs> taste of butt in your mouth. Or right, you're turning to, or smell everything you see. Okay. So that and that, right? I'm don't adding. Don't normally a... do that. No. 
No, not at all. Well, like, I can, like, how often do you see something like I got to look at a nappy on the side of the road over there? And not be able. To oh, smell I it. see. But I, I was thinking in the so if you vicinity. see something in the corner of your eye, you just you smell it really strongly. If you see someone vomiting, suddenly you're like, oh, and you smell it really strongly. What if I lived in a patisserie? Uh, well, then you'd probably smell all the pastry anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, you're not gaining. Anything. So I'd be fine. You wouldn't. You'd just have to go outside. Well, would I? If I lived in yeah. a patisserie, mate, yeah. you don't know what kind of yeah, things man. I get up to. Aaron, I'm trying to think. And if you saw some, I don't know, if you saw someone and mm. you were like, oh, there's, there's my friend. And then you would suddenly get a massive whiff of their oh. BO, maybe. or But then I'd be, surely I'd already be aware of When you're watching of that, a football maybe. match, you'd smell all the sweat and the tears and the cum oh, of the players. Cum? Uh, <laughs> yeah, if, be... if you watch porn, you'd smell the porn. Uh, okay. Uh, if you watch like a war film, you'd, you'd be able to smell... War. <laughs> war. Oh, so it's even like pictures of yeah, things. I can yeah. smell what the yeah, pictures are. Yeah. So I could, in theory, wear a pair of glasses that I glue onto the insides pictures of, of like my favourite things. Yeah, but then you wouldn't be able to see anything. But then I could sleep. Yeah, okay. All right, so what you turn would you rather into? Taste everything you touch or be blind? Oh, my God. Taste everything I touch would be quite interesting, though, because then also I could go, I, I could be like, oh, what am I going to have for dinner tonight? And I could go around the shops and be like, oh. Yeah, but like, oh, that's raw a nice meat, carrot. though. If you're picking up like a raw thing of meat, you're like, oh, yeah, oh, oh, yeah, yeah that's a second. Maybe I'd only touch, maybe I'd get you. You're right, there are advantages. You can, you, can, you, can, you can figure stuff out, right? And also with the smell, like, oh, I could be useful. Like, I could, could be. be. They could be like, oh my god, I wonder if that big fire is a, an electrical fire or a gas fire. And, but, and, and, <laughs> okay, okay. And we need to know because the police department, the fire department are on their way. And they've only got two fire extinguishers, they've got to choose which one to bring. <laughs> yeah, one of them always lies, One's and the powder. other one always tells the truth. Oh. And I could be like, oh, it's definitely gas. Or I could tell you when the gas is on in your flat. That would be my job. I could just look through people's windows at their cookers the and on. be like, oh, oh dear. That house filling the gas. You say a job. Hmm. Who's paying you to do that? Police department. <laughs> Why? Fire department. Why? Because they... Oh, I'd be like a guard dog. I'd be a guard dog. Yeah, yeah, you could be a guard dog. I could yeah, be but, a guard dog. Uh, I but, could be uh, a sentry. Yeah, listen though, late at night though, or in a World War One battlefield, uh, can't really see much, can you? Yeah, you have to suppose. see it. You have to see the things, oh, and yeah. you have no control over what you can smell. So let's say you were looking at a, a thicket of trees. You thought, yeah. you know, let's say some some German soldiers were in, yeah, from say World War One. Yeah, you would smell the trees. You may be able to pick up a hint of them, but you would smell like everything you look at in that little tree. But would I see the wood and if you like, leaves. if your if your eyes are like distracted by like a sparrow you don't need to smell the sparrow for ages oh, that could be quite fun what um, uh, is it just my hands oh let's like, say for instance, right yes. now let's say yes yeah yeah just to stop you from sensory overload like the, yeah can I chase pick up. my clothes or no, my no. sofa or like anything like that it's stuff that I pick up but you can't get around it by just picking stuff up with your elbows for the rest of your life I think I think probably taste I think the taste one yeah, okay. I'm going back on myself. I'm just. My, I would. I reckon the tasting part would be more disgusting than the smelling part. If you think worst case scenario, oh, yeah, that's both true. Those but I was thinking like like being every able time to smell go... things that I see could fuck up any situation. That's like true. every like, time you go to the loo, mate, you're gonna taste your own dick. Oh no. Yeah. That's a shame. Yeah. That is a shame. Yeah. Uh, oh, mate. So you gonna, gonna taste your own? We dick appear to be at an impasse, Laurie. Be a rubbish century. What? Well, we, Shit. Rubbi- All right, rubbish century. I'm right. going rubbish century. I think the taste would hey, drive me mental. And you could spell, right? Okay, here's but the clever bit. But then can't I taste hey, it? Here's the really clever bit. No, well, I'm imagining the two senses are different. Okay, right? all right, okay. Here's the clever bit, though. If you're a century, yeah. you could spell it S-C-E-N-T-R-Y because you'd be a cent-tree. 
Oh, because you'd be slipping out things. And if I was in your in your example of me yeah, looking yeah, at yeah, the German yeah, soldiers yeah, in the trees, S C E M T R E E. Because I'm getting the scent oh, of a tree. Yeah, okay, it's not really that. And every hundred, what would you Every hundred years, what? What am I going to say? Um, what am I going to say? A cent- Hopefully nothing. Century. century. It doesn't really work, mate. No, it doesn't, and it's not no. linked. No. <laughs> yeah, I'm what going. I'm going with century. Oh, my would you rather for you? Okay, if you found out, and only you, maybe okay. it's part of a conspiracy. You and only you. If you found out that one, like twenty-five percent of all humans were actually snake people. Uh huh. Okay, in disguise. Uh huh. Would you rather check and see and find out if your significant other? Is a snake person. Is a snake person, or not take the chance. You're to one in four. One in four. Uh, what do the snake people want to do? Why are they here? Are they aliens? Are they evil? Are they you are, uh, let's say, you are... Secretly controlling are the world. discovering the, the snake people. Like, I, th- I think... That, I'm like a snake... Yeah. So basically, I'm, I'm, like, I'm like Hans Lander in, in uh, the Quentin Tarantino film, and I'm sniffing out snakes. You are sniffing out snakes... <laughs> Or juice. And you're, you're, yeah, exactly. Or juice, depending on which. Like, I'm going around in my little military uniform. Like, hmm, I have reason to believe that there is a snake in your midst. Oh, a snake man. in the grass. <laughs> it is your mother, Elsinore. Not me, no. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Oh, no! I touch it with the special stick. And... Oh, man. Okay. That's what, yeah. So, okay. my, like, I think and you, I, you've only uncovered this conspiracy. investigate my own SIG other? Is yeah, it's me? like crab people. Like, maybe, to your knowledge so far, 
the snake people haven't done anything wrong. Uh, like that's why it's we like don't know about District Nine situation. Exactly. Okay. No, yeah, but but they are they all look like humans. No one else knows there are snake people yet. But you you've you've found out about snake people. But the snake people they're they're either friendly or the fact that a quarter of people are snake people. Maybe you found it from like you met a, you found a snake person. You found like a document, right, or something. Okay. And now a quarter of population are snake people, but you don't know their plan. But they sort of must have a plan, surely. I mean, why, why else would they, they be masquerading as humans? And, and my. They, other half, particularly. That's yeah, exactly. Disgusting. And let's say that you're totally in love with your other half. Yeah. Like you know, oh, I'd have to. Uh, the, the answer is I'd have to. I'm sorry to cut you off. You'd have to find I'd have out. have to find out. Yeah. I could, if I knew there was a possibility they were, I'd have to find out if you were a snake person. Yeah. I'd find out if everyone was. Yeah, because if you know that, if you have that knowledge, you've got to. I think you. it would drive you nuts. What I'm worrying what, about what, it. Okay. All right. Actually, I think I'm with you on that. But, okay, say. You fa- okay, say you find you, you want to check if you're significant. This is not a traditional. Would you rather is a snake this. person? Okay, but there is there is there is nothing wrong with snake people. Like you 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 you. You're they're so good. An awful lot, they're so good. Can you try to tell me that you're no, a snake person? No, that would be that silly. would explain a lot. It's silly. <laughs> oh, you silly boy. <laughs> There are enough snakes to shake a rattle at. Is that a phrase? That's not no. a phrase. Anyway. I thought that was a phrase. No, but they're so well disguised that no one else would ever find out they're a snake person. Mm-hmm. They still have all the component parts of a person. Their disguise is that good. Maybe their one difference is maybe like they're inside their spine or something. They are a snake controlling this person's body. <laughs> okay. Right? And you still are very much in love. They are actually in love with you. It's not like this snake yeah, person is pretending. Yeah, I know, but I still need to know if they're a snake person. And then what would you do? Just know that then I'd know. I mean, I can't make. I mean, I mean, I don't fucking know, Paddy. Like, would you, I imagine would you I'd be bre- better. Break it off? I'd be better equipped to make that decision if I knew whether she was or wasn't a snake person. But would then you, I think I would just follow my gut on that one. But I think. would you? Would you? Yeah. But then, like, say okay, and say she came clean. Say she was like, okay, I'm, I'm a snake person. person. I. No idea, mate. Would you probably would be to... quite upset because they'd lied to me for so long? But th- what if they said like, they had to for the good of the snake people? They're still a snake person. You can never trust a snake. <laughs> Famously. <laughs> Famously. No, but like, would you still sleep like, with what them? If, but what if someone? What if like? What if your? What if your other fr- other half or friend of years and years told you that they were secretly anything their whole life? What a snake person? Well, anything, anything that they, you didn't think that they were a pig person. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, you, there'd be that element of betrayal, but what if they had to? What if they had to? Yeah, yeah, but I'd still be like, you're fundamentally not a human being, no. You're a snake person. But they're, they're so costume. close to it, they've, and they've, they've, they've Oh, Paddy, I don't so know! Hard. This is so weird! I don't know, mate! What about, would it change things if I were a snake person? Yeah, absolutely. Would you stay friends I'd with me if you found out I was... <laughs> no, if, if, if you were a snake person, I would, I would, um, I would take you around the country as a travelling snake person show... And we'd make millions. That is and true. And you'd be on board with it. I like how it would be different if I was a snake person. I'd be friends with you if you were a snake yeah, person. Yeah, I think I don't. Think and I'd keep your secret. It's because they're your, it's they're, 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 you know, your your other half. I think that's that's so much deeper and weirder. Well, and currently we are each other's other half. Yeah, I mean, when, without the the banging, I without mean, the banging, a lot of banging, long we do bang, a bit, yeah, a bit of bang, yeah, hey. Um, but yeah, I, but I could forgive you. I couldn't forget some floozy. Forgive some floozy. You couldn't forgive your wife. No. <laughs> no, of course not. All right, well, I'm glad to know. Good to know. I'm Good just going to gonna, gonna, gonna note that. Just going to go and... Uh, note that down. Going to go and sit in underneath this UV light. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Little, and, uh, I'm just going to, you know, just going to go and get back into my basket. And uh, <laughs> if you need me, just play the flute. <laughs> oh, wow, that is... Oh, that was a good snake reference. That was a there, really right? good snake joke. Oh, thanks, Matt. That was good. I've, I, I've enjoyed returning to Would You Rathers for, mm. for a brief... A brief 
jolt. You look so terrified by everything I've asked. You think you're a snake person? I am a snake person. I love you, but I'm a snake. I didn't stop the record. Rapidash, name that Pokemon Rapidash. Oh, Rapidash, Rapidash, name that Pokemon Snake. Backwards. It's Ekans. Where's that smile? Oh, what is Where's this? That little smile. Oh, we're doing a podcast. I know you've had a stressful day. Oh, you yeah. Turn that front. Does this does it tickle your fancy? Oh, hey, does it, does this, oh, Are you going to tickle little, me no, live on air? I'm just saying. I'm just going to <laughs> get off me. No. I'm just, hey, no. Hey, I'm not going to. I promise, I'm not going to. <laughs> Oh, you're such an arsehole. No, let me, oh, let no, me sorry. Do you remember when we did this once? Yeah. We did this once to a friend of ours at school. Yeah. And we like we uncovered a home truth that we really shouldn't have uncovered. That's what tickling does to people. When was that? Do you remember that? It was our friend. Oh, we'll remain nameless in case this is a... Is no, a... fuck it. Name it. <laughs> Bernie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was good. So fuck, we have... Man, that was like 15 we, years ago. Yeah, well, we used to sit in... Um, uh, Paddy and a couple of other our friends were in the same house at school. Yes, that's right. We went to Hogwarts. Yes, we did. And uh, we all sat in your house room. We were about 15, 14 yeah. in, in Older's house room yeah. and there are a bunch of us Bernie there was Robin there was Seb and Robbie, and, Robbie. Yeah. and we sit around listening to Ramstein yeah. pretending we had motorbikes because we were rad we were really rad oh yeah we used to and then loose and there wasn't there was just this time where we tickled Bernie it was you know a thing you were tickling people oh yeah and he was very ticklish and he he was you know contorting no 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 get off me and then he out of nowhere went no 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 daddy no (laughs) (laughs) and everyone stopped tickling him immediately went oh wow oh shit Does your dad tickle you? Every he was like, day? No, no. And then we made no, up this whole a... story about that. Yeah, he like, no, he just just came out of me. No, it just came out. I was just making a joke. We something. made up a whole n- narrative about how Bernie's dad used to go and tickle him naked every morning. <laughs> yes. Time for school, Adam. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And Bernie was so like so argumentative that that made it so much funnier, so much better. He did. I I can't remember. I that I don't remember that half. I know it happened. I remember Do being you? there. Yeah, I was definitely because we we talk we we've definitely yeah. talked about this. At some point, or or it's the sort of thing where whenever I see Bernie, someone makes that gag where they go "Daddy" or something like that. And he's like, "Shut Daddy, up!" So it no. definitely was a a thing. a thing. But it's one of those weird things. There we go, weird things. Um, oh, hello. But um, did we uh, make it up? Well, that's the thing. I don't think we did make it up because we both remember it very yeah, clearly. Yeah, no, 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 no. But don't you? I mean, we got a lot of those, me and you, haven't we? What? And like, like well, those those kind of memories that you, <coughs> yeah. Oh, why every fucking <laughs> podcast, mate? <laughs> That is something I have a very clear memory of always. You're so proud of yourself every time. You're a toddler. You're a fucking toddler. He's proud when he does a big burp. Sorry, I just completely derailed it with your flatulence. It's, uh, you know, you kind of, you cement memories that you may not necessarily have just because you tell the story so often Mm. or you revisit it so often and you maybe, I mean, you're you're quite a one for telling, you tell very good elaborate stories. I love a good story. And I I don't think this would be offensive if I say sometimes you sprinkle in a little extra detail that A, may not have been there originally or, you know, you kind of, you know, it sounds like I'm psychoanalyzing you a bit. But, you know, you, you add details to stories that you're actually, when you think about it, you're like, I don't know if I remember that, but it seems like what would have happened. Yeah. And then the next time you tell it, you're like, well, of course, of course there was a man called Jeff there. And then the next yeah, time you like, yeah, of course he had four geese in his pocket. Yeah, it's like you remember the pocket watch chain that I mentioned last time. Yeah, or, yeah. Like, or like the earring that was a different colour or well, something yeah. like that. And, and you're quite a, a vivid storyteller. And I'm not trying to say that you're making it up, but I think... There must be an aspect sometimes when it's a bit of creation and a bit of memory going hand in hand. I and think, then... so, yeah, I think so, but I don't know whether I 
actively do that, like, try, or whether I try. No, to. I don't think anyone does. But, but that's the thing. There, are, there are points where I, I can't remember who said it. But it's like, don't never let the truth get in the way of a good story or yeah. whatever it is. There are times where I will be like, and he did this because I know it'll make it three times as yeah, funny. Yeah, absolutely. But I guess that's different on stage. Like I'm trying to get a laugh out of it. Whereas if I'm actually trying to recall something. I wonder if thereby I start throwing in those details that weren't necessarily true because I, like you said, with revisiting things, I almost remember yeah. having said that before as opposed to having seen it before. Well, was it, I mean, you were saying, you were telling me a story the other day about um, our friend Dave and you were talking oh, yeah. to him about uh, a girl you'd apparently met. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. No, oh, oh this, this is, is amazing. A, this is a perfect example. Yeah. Because yeah, this story has now come to a conclusion. Oh, yeah. So I, was, I, was, I went to meet up with my friend Dave the other day. He's been on our radio show before. He was my mm-hmm. best mate from university. And he is, he's a wild card. Let's oh, he's brilliant. He's just, he's and just... he's very good at putting you in uncomfortable situations for your better Exactly. Lengths. He's also a fantastic storyteller. Anyway, and blues guitarist. He, yeah, and blues guitarist and harmonica. But he's, he's just a great dude all around. But he was saying to me, like, uh, he said, uh, we, we were sat having a drink. And he goes... Um, Oh, I met one of your uh, recent previous conquests. And I was like, oh shit, who? And he was like, Claire. And I was like, what? Of the accessories. Yeah, and I was, and I was like, who's, who's, who's Claire? It's my Claire's accessories was, joke. And, <laughs> Come on. I love it. I, I love it. Don't get me wrong. I am, oh darling, I'm there. I'm so on it. I've got, I, I got, I got a piercing done in Claire's. Long That's time strange. ago, I think. I don't know. Maybe I didn't. <laughs> oh, well, so what you and and you and she yeah. were saying, yeah, Claire. Like... And he was like Claire, and I was like, no. And he was like, yeah. He was like, you met her at the old Red Lion Theatre in Angel, and I was like, that sounds like me. And he was like, and you went for a couple of cigarettes together, and I was like, yeah, Still that me. sounds right. And he's like, and then apparently you asked for her phone number, you went on, you went on a date the next day, and then um, and then it never went anywhere, and you never called her again. And I was like, whoa, I did not. I did not do that. You're that not is... a no caller. No, and also that 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 that, that immediately. Sat, and he was like, "No, but it was it was you." And like, I know this. And I was like, "But you know me. I don't do that." And he's like, "Well, do you though?" Like, exactly. well, this could you? be. And then suddenly it made me. Uh, and I was asking for it. And I was like, "What did she look like?" And he was like, "She's about five foot two. She was blonde. Uh, she had a northern accent. She had all. The... He had really vivid details of this girl." Mm. And I was I was looking through my phone for text messages over the past three years. I looked through my Facebook messages. Like, who is she? Yeah. Who is Claire? And then writing were... it on the walls exactly, in your own blood. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's like you, yeah, it's like curling in a ball. come home and you're like, Claire. I know who Claire is now. And She's inside my head. And I went through everything. I was like, different spellings of Claire. Could Claire be short for Rebecca Claire? Could <laughs> or a Claire or a Claire or like, could you have got her name slightly wrong? Could it be like Clarice or could it be like Clary or you know Larry? Clary, yeah, Clary. You know the girl version of Larry. And um, yeah, that's a thing, right? Mm. And and Dave and all the time. And as I was doing this, he was like, I can't believe you don't remember her. And then he started being like, you're a fucking misogynist, aren't you? He was like, <laughs> he was like, and, and he loves riling me, but it really got to me. I was like, no. I, I And he was like, no, you're no, a woman. All women are like, just a whole. Yeah, he's like, I guess they're just a person. You, you don't whole. give a shit about. And I guess you just took this girl out and never... Co- and I was like, I've never done that. I'm like, I've never done that. <laughs> and he was adamant. And, and I was like, okay, right. Okay, tell, tell me the whole thing. And he was like, well, it's through a mutual friend of ours. And uh, and and I was talking to him at a gig, and she was there, and she mentioned, "Oh yeah, Paddy, like I know him. He did this, you know." And I just had no idea. And I I would then called him every day for a week, being like, "You have to, you have to find this out for me. You have to." <laughs> so Dave was like doing research in his own time, 
speaking to old friends and stuff like that. This is this is also madness on both it's your parts. It's absolutely crazy, but like, it was it was infuriating because I was like, am I a sexist? Do I not remember this? And I'm actually a fucking yeah, awful maybe human terrible. being. Maybe you are terrible. And they started to really worry me. Anyway, Dave Step kept sending me, no, sorry, at the time she was a brunette. By the way, her hair wasn't short at that point. And like giving me all these extra details and I'm going through, maybe her name was Danielle. Maybe her name was, <laughs> and he kept changing it. Maybe you didn't meet at the Old Red. Maybe you met at the Barnsbury. Maybe you, and it kept changing until one day he called me and was like, oh mate, turns out she met a guy called Danny. <laughs> and I was like, what? And I, her name isn't Claire her name's Emily and she's never met you and also the mutual friend that we thought turns out he doesn't know you either and I was like how how did you get so much of this wrong and he was like oh I'm hard of hearing and I was oh, like, that is, yeah. And I was like, oh, and I, I didn't know that about him. And I was like, what? No, you're not. And he was like, yeah, you know that I lip read you. And I was like, what? And he was like, I've told you that. And I was like, no, you haven't. Oh, no, I've heard that before. And that made me then question, do I just not listen? Maybe this girl was real and yeah. Dave's just being nice. And it turns out that he lip read Danny as Paddy. Uh... But the description she gave was of a guy exactly like me who was in comedy called Danny, who apparently I know, and now I'm trying to figure out who the fuck that is. And it... It really fucks me over for a week. But I started to make up in my own head so that I appeared less awful. You were like, oh, well, of course. Okay, well, if it was her, then we probably met here. Yeah. And I probably said this. And maybe this is why I didn't call her back. Exactly. And I found girls that maybe Mm. things didn't work out with. And I was like, I think you might be thinking of this girl who I won't name. Or I think you might be thinking (laughs) of this girl who I also won't name. (laughs) And and, I was just like where things went wrong. Because it must be those people. Because, like, I, like, I'm not but it's so careful, but, no, but it's so funny. And, and for that story, because there's quite a lot of places removed from Dave, from that incident happening and to Dave telling that story to you. Yeah. So the, the, the instances between you and that story are so many. There are so many opportunities for extra details, yeah. slips in human brains. Because our brains aren't perfect. Our memories aren't perfect. Yeah. Um, and you gave me recently um, loads of Daniel Kitson shows to listen to. I yeah. think I may even mention them earlier on this show, actually. And um, oh, I've been loving them. He's wonderful. Yeah. He's a storyteller as well. He's, he's, he's a proper raconteur. A wonderful yeah. grip on not just language, but on, you know, he, he draws you through a sentence. Structure like, really as well. Beautiful. He yeah. knows how to structure a show to within an inch yeah. of perfection. And I was listening to um, uh, one of his shows. And I'm going to struggle to remember. I think it's um, After the End, Before the Beginning. After the Beginning, Before the End. Or something like Whichever one it is. Yeah. Uh, and it's um, oh I'm sorry I'm struggling to remember the exact specifics but he talks about in that it's him remembering oh yes no it's uh, his friend yeah. tells him that he did, said something really horrible to a girl he's like yeah oh, no, my, you went out with my friend mm. once and you invited her over to a hotel it's, uh, it's you you invited this woman to your to hotel, hotel room and when she arrived you were sat in a chair and you didn't remember her name and you, and you said to her and, and then the woman comes in and he turns around and says not for me yeah, and then the girl leaves, and and his friend tells recounts the story to him. Says, "You really upset my friend. I can't believe that you do that. You're yeah. such a horrible human being." And it, the beginning of the show is him going, oh, "I would never do that. It's so I would remember character. that. Yeah. I remember." And it go and he goes through, and you should listen to the show. And this is a tiny spoiler because it's the kind of the end of the show. Yeah, but yeah. he ends up saying, and it turned out that me and my friend, what actually happened was this friend who told me that I was awful. Uh, we I remember that we'd been playing a game for a whole day, which is um, uh, she, he was offered some food by her, and he thought it'd be funny to say, mm, "Not for me," like lentils. Yeah, mm, not for me. Not for me. And then they did the whole bit about, "Oh, when would be the worst time to say that to someone?" Yeah. And the most the, the situation they landed on as being the most terrible was a girl coming to your hotel room, you turning around saying, 
not for me and then, and then having closing, to leave and closing yeah. the door and, 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 and he, and he uh, goes from there and talks about memory and what we do with it yeah I'm sorry I'm rambling a bit here but it's, no, it's, no, no, it I'm, really I'm made interested. me think and I just sparked a load off because he was talking about how there are a couple of working models right and yeah. I, I think the one that everyone thinks of is memory works like you've got a little hard drive up in your brain yeah uh, and when you access a memory, when you go, when something sparks it off, you go and you delve through your little archive, you pick out the right bit, yeah. and you press play, and it might be a bit foggy, it might be a bit scratched from earlier, yeah. but you kind of reaccess it. And then every time you reaccess it, it makes it a bit clearer because you know you're blowing the dust off, you're making it, you're making those neurons connect again, oh, and okay, the right, right things right, right. come through clearly, and then maybe you're making a new connection, you know, whatever. Like a shortcut. And, and memory works like that. Um, uh, and but is that true? Well, I mean, who knows? I mean, no one knows. That's the thing. These are all working models. For yeah, how it works. But then the other thing, and uh, the other model that he touches on, and I listened to a really good podcast by this guy called Radio Lab. If you haven't listened to them, they're wonderful. Yeah, they're okay. like these two uh, journalists in America who do really exploratory, you know, like, fart jokes. Yeah, fart jokes. No, it's a bit like John Ronson. Like they'll take a, a theme and topic and like really delve into it, and they have really cool audio design. Right. The two guys. It starts with these two guys being like. We're talking about this. Great. Well, yes, actually, it reminds me of one week, and then it cuts straight into an interview. So it's like, this is something. She's from here. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, okay. And that's why peacocks are called peacocks. Do, 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 do. No. You no, no, no. <laughs> and you get a star. It's yeah, exactly. and, and they mentioned this other one, which I, I, sim- I sympathize with this model of memory, which is that actually uh, uh, memory is kind of um, whenever you remember something you know there's this you, there's this connection these neurons whatever the fire at the same time and you go that, oh that's the thing that happened yeah. these sights and smells and sounds they link up but when you do that every time you remember it what you're actually doing is making a new entry and going like oh here's here's the memory now let's update it for 2017 uh, okay give uh, it like a smartphone yeah and then maybe there's you make some new connections or someone tells you something that you then go yeah no of course that happened and you yeah. put that in and so that every time you access a memory you're not actually hoarding up something from the archive you're recreating it and then putting it back in that and putting it formation. back time putting it in back back in that time and actually the this whichever scientist it is argues that every time you do that you're corrupting the memory because you're adding to it or you're or you're extending it or you're or you're oh, aligning bits really of it or you're making okay. you're making it more convenient and that actually the purest memories you have are the ones you never touch and in this Radio Lab episode, they go on. I'm sorry, this is a bit dry, right? No, no, I found this fascinating. I'm into it. And they, um, in that Radio Lab episode, they they go and talk to, ah, uh, they go and talk to someone who had some amazingly evocative memory. I think I'm going to get this wrong. I think they listened to a bit of music and they remembered a a, a member of the family, like a, a brother, mm. who they hadn't seen for like 30 years, and they right. suddenly went, "I have a brother." who I don't, didn't remember. And they, they listened to one thing and it turned out they existed and they were real and that this memory was one they shared of listening to this bit of music together. Shit. And because she just, for whatever reason, I can't remember if it was trauma or whatever, never, never remembered it, when she heard that bit of music, it was like steeringly clear. It was like suddenly she was back, she could see his face and yeah. knew everything about him. And I think, do you get that sometimes? When one time, like, it's usually music for me, but yeah. like a taste or a smell or a sight oh, and dude, you suddenly are like wrenched back somewhere and it's crystal still clear and you yeah. go I haven't thought about that for a decade yeah. what the hell I get, dude I, I get that all the fucking time like mm. it's it's it, and it's super awesome when you like totally remember something that, and it's like when someone's like oh I haven't thought about that in 20 years that sort mm-hmm. of thing I've got thought about that band for 20 years or yeah something. exactly yeah. I mean most most of them and maybe this is like almost a defence mechanism most of them are sad 
memories. Like that, I don't know whether I don't know whether there's any truth to you like kind of burying things so that you don't think about but it. But you make a choice. Like you that. make you almost make a conscious choice not to remember something or to or to not revisit it often. Or when it comes up in your brain, you go, yeah. no, 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 don't think about that. That's that's the really shit night. Yeah, you know, or whatever. It's like that's I've got, when I, she left oh, me. Man. Yeah, I've got like I've got these uh, I've got these written. Most of them are to do with my mum. Mm. I've got these really vivid memories. They're amazing, actually. I remember my sister. My sister lent me a load of CDs, and this was uh, I don't know, like ten years ago or something like that. And it was just a bunch of them, and uh, I sort of flipped through them and listened to these things so that I could give her my opinion on them. And I came back to her, and I and uh, she was like, well, "Was there anything that you particularly loved?" And I was like, "Yeah." Um, I was like, I really like uh, Don't Dream It's Over. Remember that song? Hey now, hey now, don't dream it's over. Amazing song. And uh, I really like Queen of the Slipstream by mm. Van Morrison. Mm. And M basically burst into tears. And I was like, well, what are you doing? And she was like, do you not remember? Like, those were mum's two favourite songs. There you go. And I was like, whoa, I'd never heard them before. And she was like, you did when you were a baby. And I was like, oh, shit. There you son. go. All this. And like, yeah. and it's often like things like that. Like, and, and also, I, I definitely have altered quite a lot of memories about my mum for the purposes of retelling the stories. But not in the way that you think. Not in the way of being like, hey, that was something that happened that was very sad. I'm going to tell it in a dramatic way that elicits a response. The way that I alter them are to make them appear less dramatic, yeah, so yeah, that yeah. they sound more believable. I see what you mean. So it's not like a melo- yeah, melodrama or anything. Exactly. So it's a song you can be like, oh, my mum, you know, I don't know, she felt poorly or did yeah. this thing, and it was lovely, and it's a beautiful but not yeah. flashy moment. Whereas, no, I've done exactly the same. It's when someone's crazy. been injured or been ill, in my- I remember really clearly. Sorry, I didn't want to cut you off. No, no, that's fine. Else. If you've got something linked. Well, to this, I remember so, yeah. when I, when I was about. Um, Oh, I'm trying to get my. I must have been 13 or 14. No, probably younger, maybe more like 12. Or, yeah. Oh, I can't remember. And we went on holiday to France with a load of people we always go on holiday to. We stayed in this uh, crumbling old uh, chateau in the middle of the uh, the Bourgogne countryside. Wow, wow. beautiful. Okay. And there was a, there was a, it was a heat wave and there was a drought at the time. Yeah. Uh, and we had a swimming pool and these you know, crumbling old Decadent. buildings with like, with like vines all over. It was beautiful. Wow. Had this lovely holiday and I can remember the room and stuff really clearly and I was trying to think, I was like, why do I remember everything so clearly? And I remember that about four days in, my little brother, who's 10 years younger than me, he must have been two, so I must have been 12. Yeah. Uh, he was just barely walking kind of pottering around and we had our place was in a barn conversion up a floor and then there was a set of concrete steps that came down with a railing an iron railing that came down the side yeah. and you know as iron railings do there were gaps between the things yeah. between the struts and my little brother one morning uh, walked out of the front of our room and was like kind of peeking through these these slats uh, yeah. and then and a load of us in the pool we were like oh, Rose, how are you doing and then he just stepped through and it's you know a floor drop, and my mum amazingly like leapt from the oh. room and caught him by his armpits just, oh, and then one of wow. our friends came and got him down because he would have just like broken his legs. That is crazy. And it made me realise that that's why I remember that so clearly because yeah. I must have done like I must have just like sucked it all in. Yeah. Um, because it was such a, and people talk about time slowing down when something dramatic happens. Again, yeah. they talk about this in the Radio Lab thing. Uh, and how that's an illusion afterwards yeah. because what you actually do is when something dramatic happens your brain goes into fucking overload and takes all the information it can in yeah. so that when you recall it it feels like you're moving people talk about car crashes and stuff they feel yeah. like they were moving in slow I motion. remember every car crash I've been in 
so... How many car crashes have you been in? Four. Fucking hell. And I've never been driving. I want to make that very clear. I've <laughs> never I'm, been in one. Um, man, oh, I mean, I fucking don't, I had a prang with you, but that was... Uh, oh, we yeah, ran that was away. hilarious. Uh, <laughs> we won't tell you where it happened. No, exactly. Um, but no, that, that's that's so interesting, though, because you're right. Like the, 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 It's not the dramatisation of those moments... That it, it's it's what you've taken in from them, and like that's why they are so dramatic. Everything about my mum's death was mega dramatic and mega sad, mm. and uh, and stuff about breaking my arm, yeah, so dramatic. And it's they are awesome stories, but whenever I tell people about them, I try and make them sound more believable, which makes them less interesting. But I know the other, I mean, like, the other, the other part of it is though. Sorry, no, I'm no, that, like it, 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 it's like a really, a really good example is uh, is w- when talking about like my arm, yeah. Um, t- like you're right it's that time so I remember that so vividly and I do tell the story a lot but I try and tell it really condensed whereas if I tell the whole story it's mega but people are going to go that didn't fucking but, but, happen but well, the other part of that is though that you've got a privileged view into what happened there like you know whether you're taking in more, more of the information at once right mm. but it's very um, it's a very hard thing to recount that sometimes to give it that vivid detail without sounding like you're overemphasizing it for effect or you're you know, yeah. whatever you're, you're and people might be like, you can't possibly remember that, or it, it, it's it's really funny. And, and you, and the fact is that the memories that stick with you are the dramatic or the funny or the interesting ones. Yeah. I mean, maybe you can argue that you remember really prosaic stuff, but there'll be a, a nice reason you remember it. You know, yeah. you remember. I remember. Oh, I mean, don't get too sad, but you know, like previous relationships when I was very happy. You remember. Yeah. You remember something very minor that's beautiful. Oh, you know, shit. You remember, yeah, man. You remember. Oh, I mean, there's the. You know, books and poems and everything and like, written about this sentences but... that you said that you regret or sentences yeah. that you were like fuck that because was... and, and then you but exactly that and then you'll be like oh there's this thing I said to you which must have meant that the relationship ended or you know was the beginning of yeah. the end I knew as soon as I told you to fuck off or whatever yeah, 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 that actually, was it and actually you know probably it wasn't that it, or yeah. probably they didn't even react that badly to it or it was just an argument you had one night but it becomes the fucking death knell fucking or, latch or whatever. yeah the... yeah yeah, yeah. Man, I think it's fascinating. I need to read. I'm reading a lot about brains and memory and stuff for what we're writing at the moment. Yeah, exactly. Let's just say there may be some brains and memory in it. (laughs) And I've actually got to tell you about something I thought of in during this conversation. Oh, right. We'll remember. But it's it's amazing how you know. Oh, I can't remember who said it. It's an amazing person who said the human brain is such a ridiculous thing because it's one of the only things, one of the only like living things in the world that has the power to almost understand itself or something. Yeah. But it's almost. You never know what's going on in here. Such a lovely sentence. I got, I've got to get it right. I'm sure someone let us know if I got that right. I, fi- I find one that's really interesting is like a, like a really typical question about memory is what's your earliest memory? Mm-hmm. What's your earliest memory? And as a result, this is fucking interesting actually. As a result, I definitely have what I think is an earliest memory. It's a memory I've had my whole life. It's when I'm probably one and a half years old and I uh, I can remember the route I took through the sort of living room little kitchen thing. You told, yeah, you told me had. about this. Yeah. And I remember coming out of a door and then slipping on a rock and hitting my head on a flower pot. Yeah. And I remember seeing sideways my dad running towards me and I remember me crying. And then it cuts, right? And the word cuts is really important there because I definitely remember that happening but as I've been asked the question, what's your earliest memory? So many times. I replay that and I replay that. There's very little you can change about that story. But now when I envisage it, 
it's not shot from my own eyes. Shot it's, again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's as if a POV camera yeah, yeah, yeah. is doing it. And then it's really interesting. And then when I fall and hit my head in a flower pot, you know those moments in films when, like in Blair Witch Project, yeah, where yeah, they yeah. drop a camera and then you see the legs <laughs> yeah, coming yeah, yeah. across and you see the blades of grass in front of the lens. Mm. I remember it as that, as if I was holding a camera and then the camera fell. Yeah, and doesn't that say so much? Because it's your childhood home, right? So yeah. you know that plays inside and out. So how easy is it for your brain to, when you recall that... Be like, you know, you, I'm not trying to say you don't remember where you're going, but your brain can go, yeah, well, you've, you obviously you would have run through the kitchen. That, you know, the thing you know so fucking innately and well. Yeah. Because you've lived there for 18 years or whatever it was. Yeah. Um, and it's just so weird to try and separate it. And then you, and then when you get the, and then you, when you remember the whole thing like that, you're like, well, actually, it's not. Yeah. It can't be the first person view I had then, but it clearly is influenced a lot by my direct view of it and my direct experience of it. Yeah. And yet the camera view of it is up here. Exactly. Like, it's so weird. It's, it's... I remember breaking up with someone oh, and it mate. was like, you know, and obviously in my head it's been dramatised and like swooned since. And, yeah. But, you know, it now takes place if there was a fucking camera sat on a table 20 yards from us and it just watched the whole thing. And I remember, you know, how they moved away and, you know, what we said to each other, all that kind of thing. Um and you know and in my head there's almost a soundtrack to go with it there's yeah. almost a song that I'm like that would have been really good there. of course um, shit my, my, my sister now th- this is very sad but sorry a super interesting memory mm. as well my sister told me memory once again sad um, uh, the day of my mum's funeral I remember her funeral quite well I remember the gags that were told <laughs> in it I remember people joking I remember the church and I remember I was on the front row and I was with my friend Tom yeah and I didn't really understand what was going on. Obviously, I remember that I remember the coffin. I remember all of that stuff. And then I was talking to my sister about it, and I was like, "I wish I remember more of that day." Like, blah 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 blah. And she was like, "Well, do you do you remember that we took the the mile walk we took?" And I'm like, "I have no mm. idea." And apparently, the the church was fucking rammed. And that is a very lovely thing to remember. But I don't remember that. Apparently yeah. there were like 250 people in this church. He'd come to my mum's funeral. And then we walked back to the wake, which was near my dad's house. Mm. And it's about a mile walk. And I said, and, and I suddenly got this memory. And I remember the walk because I did it a hundred million times. Mm. And I remember I was holding my sister's hand. And I said, oh yeah, I remember that. Of course, we walked back just us. It was really peaceful. And she was like, no. We, she was like, you and I held hands at the front and there were 248 people behind us in, in, yeah. a, in like a crowd and we walked through all of the streets to the wake but you and I had to go in front. Hmm. And I was like, no, there weren't any people there. And she was like, that's because you never looked back, mate. Uh-huh. Which is beautiful. Yeah. And, and, then I, and now I can't remember looking behind me at all but I can imagine a camera panning back from the back of my head and showing... All these people, and I can because pick you've out been given, because, and... you, because you've been given that kind of collective memory of all, and you're like, well, of course, those people would have been there. Yeah. yeah and your sister told you this, and your dad, and your dad's probably told, you, and your brother's yeah. probably told you bits of it, and then they all fucking thread together. And they all thread together to the point when you're like, I think I was, I think I can imagine who was behind me, or not even imagine. I think I can remember. Can you remember who was it? Me. Man, it's really, um, it's it's really weird. It makes you realise what a slave you are to the little bits of you know electricity flying around your brain, which you know fallible as anything absolutely crazy but it's mate. lovely it's oh, lovely it's absolutely lovely I hope I never forget you no hey I hope now don't you forget about me and get my do get my boobies and things oh that's lovely yeah that's good I, I won't forget you alright I won't forget you it's nice that we met two What's weeks ago again? today Oh, you're the one with the you're the one with the with the face yeah it's me Craig oh Craig Quack. I'm so glad you're here Craig Quack, quack, quack. 
Don't you remember all of our best times? Oh, I wish I didn't. Oh. Unfortunately, I remember them all in excruciating detail, Craig. Oh, we got another Quake two years ahead yeah, of us, Quake two. Not until I kill you. Your name is Quake, what? I'm Quake. I'm a liability. I can't be near glass or flames. Liability. Don't let me hold your gun or children. He's a liability. I once killed a man and went to jail for ages. I'm a liability. I still see him in my nightmares, but iTunes doesn't mind. No, they don't. And Acast doesn't mind. I really hope they don't. And Laurie doesn't mind. And our listeners don't mind. Yeah, you should have kept that to yourself, shouldn't you? Like my bum. Oh, it's funny we just did a whole bit about memory, isn't it, Pads? Because yes. we forgot to do the ending for yes. a couple of days, didn't we? Yes, just so <laughs> almost, almost a week later. Yeah, it t- turns out oh. I was editing the podcast and yeah. uh, and noticed that that we left out the key bit at the end where yeah, we say we, bye. Well, we made it, man. We you know we got here, we listened to it. It's not like we put it out and it was just like thirty extra f- seconds footage of us trumping a lot. Oh no, that'd be fun. That would be fun. Would that it would be fun? Uh, I think people wouldn't like to listen to it, although. <laughs> Like, surely uh, listening to it would be preferable to being in the room next to it. Well, would it? What, are you saying that farts are a multi-sensory experience and no. need to be, like, <laughs> no. appreciated? No, I'm just I'm just saying that listening to it is always going to be unpleasant, but the knowledge that someone is doing it in the same house as you is kind of, like, accepted. Oh, yeah, but I don't like to think about I it. I mean, it's niche, it's what I'm niche. saying. It's a well, niche. So, yeah. I, yeah, that is niche. I think it's definitely preferable to not be in the same room as a fart. I think that's that's a given. Okay, that's probably fair. But... Also, it's not like we're people they know who live in a house with them. We're two smelly strangers who've come round. I'm saying if we went and farted in our listeners' houses... What the fuck are we talking about, by the way? <laughs> Mate, it's the end of the podcast. All right, all right, all right I'll tell you, I've got something to talk about. Have you, okay. <laughs> have you, come, you know, you've got you know a zinger for me. So you know how we were listening to... I was talking about Kitson, right? And yeah. Like, appreciating him. I'm listening to a lot of him on my MP3 player at the moment, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. a special waterproof MP3 player. Oh, for the bar. use in the... Oh, yeah, well, I could. But use in the swimming pool, really. Oh, okay. Or like... It's like a sports one, but I really like swimming and I'm trying to get back into it. And it, it, it kind of... It sticks. It's got these massive ear things that are right in your ear hole. And then right in your ear holes! And it, and it sticks them there. And Do you mean headphones? In. Yeah, but they're like... They go right in your ears. Oh, what? Like little... And there's an MP3 like player attached to the back of it. Yeah. Like, like Grublins. Oh, sorry, motorbike much, outside. Much, much the same as Grublins, yeah. Little Grublins. Okay, so you've got these ear Grublins. What's, yeah. What, what, so what, 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 <laughs> why am I talking about them? Well, because, right, I realised one of them kept, right, this is very boring, I'm very sorry. No, I'm on one board. One of them, right, when you're swimming along, one of them always comes loose and then the ear fills with water and then I can't hear shit because they're designed so they make a seal around my ear hole. <laughs> Yeah, like, little two little seals yeah, exactly. just in there keeping me updated on Kitson. No, you know what I mean? Like, you know, it's like when you put a... It's like because it's in the swimming pool. If it gets the water, yeah, yeah, I know what you got. Like you yeah. want, you want it sealed. So it right. keeps falling out, and I right. keep getting having to stop. Like, oh god, god, put my ear thing. Like all the other swimmers are looking at me like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> Who's I'm the guy with the waterproof? With my, MP3. Exactly. My, it's not as if I'm not drawing enough attention to myself already. Have you got a big swim hat as well? Well, you know when I say the waterproof view players, it's like a massive pair of pink headphones. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Gaffer taped to the yeah, side exactly. of my head. Exactly. You've got like a little stereo on your back. Yeah. And, you ta- yeah, and yeah. rollerblades, even when I'm swimming. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but. <laughs> 
But it, and then I've got another pair of headphones, right? And I use it on the tube with a little in-ears. And the left ear, instead, always comes out and like wobbles out or it doesn't fit properly. So that's the so opposite got, ear? Yeah, the other ear. Okay. I've got weird-shaped ears, what I'm saying. They're not the same size. And yet, headphone manufacturers are acting as if, you know, everyone's ears are the same size. I don't got to say it's not good. I was about to defend them oh! just to play devil's advocate. <laughs> but actually... I think I have the same... I'm confident I have slightly I'm different sizes. I'm pretty size sure here. nobody you've has met, the same You've met my father as well. Like, yeah. he has one ear that is significant. Yeah, but that's outwardly. I'm talking about the inward. I mean, yeah, sure. It's a, it's a problem. You're talking about... <laughs> I don't <laughs> think there are many problems that are caused by people having uh, outwardly different sized ears. Oh, yeah, ears. I know. But like, but even then, without, uh, with outwardly different sized ears, I wear... So on stage, I wear a little, like, wireless uh-huh. headset, like a Britney mic, and it's fine on my right ear. Like, it oh. stays on. And on my left ear, it, it slips off. off. And so I have to, like, tape it to my ear. That's also... Yeah. But then when you get sweaty, the tape... For, by the end of the show, you just look like a fucking uh, idiot. I mean, you do anyway. Yeah, it's a, and it's rubbed all the bit away from the top. What's that bit in between your ear oh, and your head? The, the, your skull. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, this guy. The little, you know your little cleft here? Oh, the little cartilage thing. Yeah, the little cartilage Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, but that doesn't matter. So I've got that. a little permanent little cut on that when I'm on tour because... Oh, oh my God, isn't it a sad, sad story? Right, well, I was going to go further, right? Right. Shoes. Right, how often uh, are people's feet different size? I don't mind. I've got, I've got different about, size feet. Do you put your hand up as if you're in a classroom. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. me. That's me too, Miss. Yes, yeah, I no, I, I do. What, have you got one like significantly bigger? Like than half yours? a size. And Isn't it fucking annoying? It is quite annoying, and it's annoying my, my my DMs, which are so like snug and fit. Yeah, one of them is just rattles a bit. Yeah, around my shit foot. Well, that's yeah. I've, I I have I have the same. I have one side, and same with Doc Martens as well. Yeah, and, and what about hands? Because of my fun limp as well, it wears down a different part yeah, of the shoe. It's like you, and and you walk around in circles if you leave, if we leave you unguided. Yeah, exactly. He was like, I'll be I'll be I'll be there. Back to the door. Hey, I'm back again. Like yeah, like so, what, are you saying you reckon you? should be able to order different sizes yeah. or like but you can't can no you? you can't you can't and there's no provision for like I bet if you went and got you know you can get like ear fitted earphones and obviously they'll be good and I guess yeah, if they must really be like hundreds of but pounds. shoes right not yeah. only are they different sizes how often do you lose a shoe answer surprisingly often <laughs> Right? Have you ever lost a shoe? Am I on my yes, own? Yes, no, I, I, lost... I've lost I've lost at least two or three shoes. I've lost at least, yeah. Yeah, but okay, do you mean pairs of or individual shoes? Oh, no, shoes? individual shoes. Okay. I thought it was a I, The only time I remember losing a shoe, I went to a gig and I, I was performing at a gig and I took some nice shoes to wear on stage at the gig. Oh, you? Oh, okay, yeah. cool. And then I was late for my train and I was running away and I put on my trainers and I put my nice shoes like in the pockets on the side of a rucksack Yeah. and I legged it for the train and got there and saw that one... Pockets on fucking uh, backpacks as well. They're different sizes. They're different sizes, apparently. But <laughs> the that's one fell out. But on if the they, way. but if they were the, if they were the, the same size, ah, but then I'd have different size shoes. You'd have different size shoes. It would oh, still be a problem. So maybe I just have to. Maybe I just need to choose. Oh god, that's very complicated. Maybe right? you should be able to get different, different designs size. of shoes on each feet as oh, well. That would be strange. So you could have like like very you could have like a big L on your left one and a big and a big the shape R on your right. of an L on, on her, her ankle. Oh man. Um. Yeah. Like. I, like. But that's the thing, like, legs in general... I definitely have slightly different size legs. <laughs> legs in general. Le- legs in general. Let's just get... No, just get no, out of those legs Like, issue. jeans. Jeans. Like, you know, I think I've got one leg that's slightly longer than the other. But I can't get my jeans done, can I? No, I think you're clutching your straws there, mate. I had a very sensible premise to this, and now you're saying your legs are... Like, what? what? By the, by the, your legs are going to be short by, like, the difference of maybe half a centimetre. Glasses, though. You can ah. get varifocals, can't yeah, you? you? That's can, like, oh, your left eye's not as good. And they're fine they, with being, they, like, so exactly. we'll split the difference. What and the we'll, fuck? Yeah, when like, are they going to stop being eye racists? Yeah, exactly. Eye racists? Like, what about, what, like... 
I don't know. I like. I don't know. I'm trying to think of other things that I wish came in different pairs. But like, also, what about ha- pants with different bollock clefts? Well, or, that's the if thing. You've got one. Everyone's got a different other. size bollock, right? I don't. I've never. Really... Or a lower one. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that like a thing? Like, that's a thing. That, that's I've a never thing, right? really tell me sized up my bollocks and been like, "Oh, this one's about." 30 no, but you can smaller. you can tell that one of your balls is I, lower than I the really, other. Oh, lower, yeah, sizes wise. Yeah, though, but that still, in theory, makes what like you're not symmetrical wang wise. You're, you're you're like so I don't know. But then again, I'm when like do you have divi- something? I'm like a division size. You don't have something fitted perfect. to your wangus though. I like mean, speak for yourself. Like and uh, and like like and also like anything you'd wear in your cock wouldn't cover your balls. So I well, guess that's until it. today. Until I'm happy to reveal the latest bit of Pod Shambles merchandise. Paddy is a special. Cock waterproof. and balls warmer. <laughs> waterproof MP3 player cock and balls and warmer. for the ladies, mm, muff pouch. <laughs> I'm sorry, there's neither of those things. That's <laughs> terrible. No, but that's the oh. thing. I, like, 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 what about knees? Okay, I think we've, I think we've exhausted this now. <laughs> I think we've turned up. We've been like, what can we talk about? I've defi- no, I've definitely worked out. Maybe not knees. Yeah, right, knees although I do have a slightly weird knee. But, again, stop. Just all you're saying, all you're doing is going through the weird bits of your body and be like, well, I mean, I've got what, a weird one of those. You've got a so weird guy like, there. You've got a weird everything. But like, one of my shins sticks out oh, more. shut up. One of my shins sticks oh, out what more. what a load of and shit. And it's quite sharp. Like, and when I cat no no shins. An, one like of your shins, shins is sharper. One of my shins than the sticks other. out more. Also, you know, um, you know your body, oh, right? Your I'm torso. Right. No, don't bear with me. Just briefly, one of your torsos is bigger no, than the other. No, but I've always wondered, right? You know, like all your internal organs, yeah. right? Yeah. They're not symmetrical. No. So because you got your stomach like there, and he's slightly yeah. more to one side, and you have got this guy here, yeah. and your little pancreas guy, he's having a bit of fun. <laughs> this is your the, body. What, a, what an immaculate your sense bo- of anatomy you have there, Paddy. Paddy just. Pointed to his bum and went, my uh, pancreas, <laughs> and, and like your heart slightly to the left or whatever. Like these are all in different shapes yes, inside you. Yes. So your body, right? Yeah, that's not symmetrical, is it? But it looks like it might be. It's mostly symmetrical. But yeah, but why is that? Why isn't this bit all? Because we're not perfect. No, yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. But why are oh, we? I don't know. Are we perfect? Should this bit that, should you, stick out you're more? You're asking full? such a weird question to why answer. Why do we expand at the same rate, like on all sides? I don't. How am I meant to answer that question? Why don't people get like a fat arm? They do. Some people do. Yeah, but like no, yeah, but they get both arms, right? Oh, mate, I'm don't, don't, you're so indignant about this, and there's yeah. no, there's no like. How answer. come your buttocks are normally perfectly the same size? Mm, like yours aren't. Well, <laughs> I've got one massively droopy one, and one very two foot one. lower than the other. Hello, it's got a mouth. I think I'd like to wrap the podcast up now, please, Paddy. Okay, fine, but I've okay. had enough of this conversation. Oh, you and I, I can, can continue arguing about this off off camera. Okay, we'll uh, deliver our findings. Do we need to say panel. say anything? Oh, thanks to everyone who sent us some stuff in. We had Alison Rumfrit, and did Louis Louis Hugh send us something? Yeah, he sent us his VR. Uh, oh, VR. Yeah. Yes, yeah, Louis, yeah, really amazing. He's Go making a virtual reality game yeah. that looks super cool. It's, and it's, yeah. it's, it's called um, I can't remember exactly what it's called, but it's about learning how to build, uh, make your own meth. Yeah, it's like it's, a, very like, it's like a meth lab kids. game, and... uh, but it's all quite scientifically sound. I watched a very good uh, video of a, a trailer, and he's kind of sketched out how it's going to work. It looks amazing. We can't wait to play it. Yeah, and we demanded first dibs. And what did um, Alison Rumpert say? She sent us the uh, article about uh, Battle Goose. Oh yeah, yeah. sweet. Yeah, 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 oh yeah, yeah, which we got super into, so yeah. we're absolutely fine. That's why I'm saying thanks. Oh well, Again. thanks. I guess thanks. Um, if you want to tweet us as well Ooh. and be just like uh, Millicent I... Bumregard and uh, Peter Shearweather, um, <laughs> <laughs> you, you can get us on at Pod Shambles. 
and pod shambles at gmail.com predictions <laughs> oh, gone man reddit.com slash r slash this is a shambles youtube.com slash this is a shambles pod shambles actually so it's pod, yeah and, uh, and slash pod shambles you can and, oh and then go, go to, go to www.google.co.uk type in Laurie Hubble, Paddy Jervis, Jervis, and you'll get all resources relating to us. Including some special unseen sexy pictures. And some pretty damning hidden also, reviews. if you'd like to hear more about Pod Shambles, why not go outside your house, uh, paint a big sign that says, please stop here, Pod Shambles, and then strip naked and say the word Pod Shambles 56 times, and maybe, if you're lucky, we'll show up. Yeah, exactly. And remember, everyone get. what do we always say? Everyone gets a second chance. And that's if if the 56 thing doesn't work. Go to to a bar alone at night and order at the bar. Wear something low cut. Low cut and cry (laughs) at the bar. Just keep crying at the bar. And then just say, there's no place like pod shambles. There's no place like shambles. And kick the barman three times. (laughs) And I promise you we'll be there every day. Pod shambles. Always there for everyone. (laughs) (laughs) But make sure, seriously, make sure it's low cut, right? Yeah, no, no. Really it's you know it's good that we remembered to do this, but also because of the urgency, I feel like neither of us were that prepared for this. <laughs> it was beautiful, man. I think it's been a humdinger of an episode. But next one's fifty. The next, next one's next episode episode 50. fifty. Hey, oh. maybe there'll be a couple of special treats. In this maybe week. there'll be some surprises. That voice better not come back. Again. Oh my god! You got him in every episode. Back. You absolute. I like also that we talked about shoes at the end here because I don't know if you remember episode one, Laurie, but that was the first segment of the first episode ever was how would you make shoes Shoes more for you? And I would make shoes more for me by maybe I even said this in episode one probably being able to buy (laughs) Get ready for another 50 episodes of Pod Shambles it'll be remarkably similar. (laughs) Hold on to your butts. Hold on to your butts. It's going to get toasty. Right, guys, have fun at the park and we'll see you afterwards. I'll make sure you bring a kite. Bring a kite. Or else I'll shit in your mouth. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) The look on your face. Here's a sound check. Yeah. Oh, don't you? As soon as you turn to me, that look. (laughs) Yeah. You turn at a right angle. Yeah. And your grin goes first. Yeah. And the rest of your face turns off. I'm like, no, I'm bracing myself for a fucking clown fiesta. People say I'm a man led by my smile. Mm. That's what they all say. Mm. All the reviewers. Guardian. Guardian. Two stars. Two stars. Right? Yeah, yeah, man led by a smile, even though he's doing a tragic... <laughs> tragic clown smile. Yeah. Yeah, I've always got um, I've always got a smile ready to go for you. you yeah? Know? Do you've you? Got, you've got um, a single hair coming out of your moustache at a fun angle. Oh, thanks, man. I the way to make me feel self-conscious. Oh, no, it's lovely, is no, what I'm saying. You look, is it lovely? You look like bagels. No, I, no, I look terrible. Fuck you! Oh, that's that. Oh, that's the peak. That's yeah, the peak. That's the peak. There's the Tim Peak! <laughs> bagels wasn't real, was he? I don't think so, no. 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 Was he a pilot? No, I don't think so. Oh, he was. He was in a pilot. fiction. In yeah. fiction. Was he based on someone? I don't know. Red Baron? I don't know. <laughs> you can't just say Red the Baron. words Red Baron. But, uh, he was but, real. Uh, Red Baron Lupo... was a German pilot. Was it? Yeah. yeah. Who was Lu- Lu- Lupo Rosso? The Red, the red Wolf? Right. Yeah, that's, that's a film that's by Princess Mononoke. No, that's Porco Rosso. Oh, okay. I think it was based on an Italian pilot. Oh. Well, don't come to me asking me questions when you apparently know the answers. Well, yeah, I don't know. But Biggles... I was talking to someone about Biggles the other day. And I, and I, and I really don't care, mate. No, I know. <laughs> I was just... I've all the way to start a story. I was talking to someone about I was talking to someone about Biggles. Okay, this oh, is... Oh, mind I me while I... But if, I get, if I get a little bit quiet... You know, for a stop tuning out. You always tune out. Hey, do you want to hear me tune out? Uh... Oh, sorry. I was out of tune because I I was out of tune. For for what do you what do you think? 
Back to the drawing board, mate. Okay, fine. All right. Sound check done. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.